the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to a special edition of the Leaving Today podcast. Uh, today it's just um, Udi and myself, Mark. So hello. Uh, this is not an official show. I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, so we'll not get one of the, one of our fancy numbers. It's going to be just a uh, a supplement, like a uh, just I don't know, like a week after uh, mm-hmm. thought reflection of what is and what will be Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and yep. everything that was promised what and was it so we're going to we're going to um talk about what was promised what was delivered did it meet our expectations um talk about some of the fears that we have or had um since Jess is not here I will probably play some of the role of her since I was more aligned with her on all this <laughs> um and um Anyways, we're going to get into it. So, yeah, so this is just something that Udi and I, actually, Udi wanted to put this together. Yep. And so I said, sure, let's go ahead and do it because um, uh, we just we had a lot of thoughts, and uh, I still do. Yep. And uh, we thought maybe you guys would enjoy this mm-hmm. um, special edition of the Leaving Today podcast. Yep. Okay, so here we are. This is actually uh, in in the timeline of things. We are sitting here uh, Sunday afternoon. It is D23 still going on. Um, we'll talk about that next episode. Yep. Um, so the parks panel, I think, just wrapped up. Uh, and, and, and we're not talking about that. We are talking about solely Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Um, so just to refresh everything... Um, Coming into this about four years ago, this four and a half years ago was announced. Um, my thought was, okay, I'm into Star Wars, Star Wars Land, whatever it is, coming to coming to Anaheim. But where, you know, I was, we were all thinking, we all had our ideas about where it was going to go. You know, oh maybe good, they're going to buy some property. Uh, there's this strawberry field that's now a parking lot, whatever that that could definitely be housed for something. Yeah, and then. Uh, a lot of theories came up, and I think most people were just pretty excited about it. But then uh, it took a different turn when they said, oh, we're going to put 14 acres. We're going to open up 14 acres behind the, the Rivers of America, get rid of Big Thunder Ranch, get rid of um, the, the the stables and everything, and we're like, say what? And we're going to re- redirect the Rivers of America and reroute the, the uh, Disneyland Railroad. Okay, so that part there... It was a bit <laughs> polarizing for people, right? Divisive, yep. I guess, is the term. Um, that that's the term, right? Divisive, yeah. I I would go with that. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think that is a fair uh, word to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, um, and for me, I was like, well, that's a that's a pretty big 
that is a pretty big ask for us to buy into that. I remember, I'm not going to, I'll try to, I, Jess can speak for herself, but I'm going to try to paraphrase it. She was upset about it uh, because of everything that we were, we, we were losing, you know, the Big Thunder Ranch. And I still am a little upset about that, mm-hmm. um, especially when the holidays and, and the fall starts coming around. I start thinking, ah, oh, that would be nice to go back there. But it is what it is now. Um, and so, you know, when that was announced, we are like, oh, wow, okay, uh, this is what this is what we're getting. How is everything going to look? And then they released the concept art for the rerouting of the Rivers of America, and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, if they can yeah. do this, yeah. if they can do that, somewhat close, even half of this, I'm in. I'm totally in with this. But I was hoping maybe they'll still figure a way to get this, that Big Thunder Ranch barbecue back. <laughs> okay, so all that happened. Rivers were drained. Uh, railroad was rerouted. You know, months and months and months of pictures and photos and updates. Oh, this is what it's going to look like. And then yeah. and then the Rivers of America came back and the train came back. And um, all of that was, well, you can go, I, to me, it was better than advertised. Uh, yeah. I was very, very happy. We went through a very long period of up and down and up and down and up and down. And um, because I, I think Disney... Um, kind of helped everybody feel that roller coaster ride. Yeah, you'd get a what looked to be a positive um, development. Okay, cool. And then we'd something else would come out, and we're like, uh oh, that is negative. <laughs> and we'd go on a downward, down you know, downward trajectory. Then a little bit later, oh, okay, positive. So actually, if you guys go back, you can listen to episodes if you want to, and you can hear us going along for that ride yes there'd be episodes where mark and i are very optimistic about it there's our infamous now dark episode yep yep. where it was probably the lowest point um i think because they were um nothing but a what we felt was a uh tidal wave of negative negative signs what we felt were negative signs yeah coming out um, but yeah, now here we are. Um, and that, one of the reasons why I wanted to sit down with Mark and I, I kind of told him because our episode that will be, we're going to be right along with it, right? Or we're going to do right after a couple days after this one should come up after the one we're going to, our more recent episode. I felt like, um, we, we do talk about it there, but it's a very cursory, um, flyover. And I wanted, I felt like, um, as much as we talk about it there, we, did, we didn't do a deep dive, and I felt like no. the, the deep dive for the changes of the park um, that this is, you know, resulting in is uh, warranting a deep dive conversation about it, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, 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 for sure. Um, so for the, the design elements of everything that we saw with the Rivers of America, we bought into it, and we got to see that, and that was good as advertised. So... But still, there was a big shroud of mystery as to what was going to be happening in in the yet untitled Star Wars land. That's what everyone called it. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so we were thinking, well, okay, everything they've everything they've delivered so far has been spot on. I mean, it, it looks as good as they drew it, and even better. There's mm-hmm. some details they didn't even mention, mm-hmm. like the like the beavers, mm-hmm. like under, and it's just uh-huh. yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so then details started to emerge about. Oh, this is what it's 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 gonna be. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be a planet we've never seen before. Okay, sure. 
um, it's going to be something called the Black Spire Outpost, which is referenced um, and at that point, maybe in maybe somewhere in the in the EU it had mentioned. I think. Okay, but for the most people like me, see, and this is this is something that Udi can talk to you about because I'm one of those guys that just goes, I like the movies. I don't know anything else beyond beyond the movies. So Udi will know about this kind of stuff. But I had no idea what the Black Spire Outpost was. I know it's mentioned in the Solo movie, but that hadn't even come out yet. Well, that was done on purpose to try to tie that into the movie universe. Mm. It was a very direct yeah. attempt to, like, see that lame droid, whatever her name was. I forget her name now. Uh, um, don't uh, don't even bring it up. Okay. I hate her. Okay. Worst character ever in Star Wars in Star Wars lore, in my opinion. But really, anyway, the worst? Oh, the worst. Oh, okay. Terrible. Um, well, terrible because she was unnecessary. Highly unnecessary. But mm. whatever. We're not going to go into that. No. Um, but yeah, no. That was a direct attempt to um, tie movie to real world land. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then... Um, so more concept art started coming out of what, oh, this is what it's going to look like. And they had like X-Wing or the Millennium Falcon flying over some spaceport we've never seen. And, okay, great, great. And um, so, you know, momentum is building up. And then we've learned that there's going to be a Millennium Falcon ride and it's going to be called the Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, great. And then we got to see concept art for what it was going to be. And then... Um, not everyone was really sure about what was going to happen, but we do know that. So Universal has their Wizarding World of, Her- of Harry Potter. So people were probably thinking, well, this is Disney's answer to that. Mm-hmm. They're going to make this huge interactive spot land where guests can can do their own their own their own stuff. You know, I think it seems plausible. I think I you know I, I'm I'm kind of buying in. You know, but then. You know, we don't know. I didn't know where Batu was in the time in the timeline, but then it kind of occurred to me like, well, there's not going to be Vader, of course. There's not going to mm-hmm. be not Luke. Maybe mm-hmm. Han Solo is gone mm-hmm. at this point, so we're going to probably have C-3PO, R2, Chewie, Lando. Maybe I have no idea who who we're going to get, mm-hmm. uh, but probably a whole new characters. And they were kind of, uh, well. Let's just see. I'm going to read you what was, what this was about. This came out in a Disney magazine um, about what why they chose Batu. Um, this is uh, this is from executive creative directors of Walt Disney Imagineering um, among other other people. Uh, we chose Batu because we wanted to create a place Star Wars fans have never been and a narrative they've never seen in any form of media, says Scott Malwitz, executive creative director of Walt Disney Imagineering. We didn't want to simply recreate a place from one of the films or retell an existing legend. Batu is definitely a part of the Star Wars storytelling legacy, but it is a remote planet on the edge of, of wild space. None of the other films, animation, books, and games have taken us there. It is a completely new place to explore. This allowed us to define Batu in terms of, of its characteristics, history, occupants, and its aesthetics down to the smallest details, even in the way buildings are surfaced. The decision to focus on Batu freed Walt Disney Imagineers to do what they do best, imagine, create, and build an immersive world. It liberated us, Mulwitz said. It was thrilling to have the opportunity to create this planet, this port, this story from scratch. Of course, we researched all the previous Star Wars media. We also referenced real-world places like uh, Marrakesh and Istanbul because Batu was a thriving marketplace. 
Then we looked at everything through the lens of, of Batu to find our key storytelling elements. Um, I think I'll stop there uh, because that, so that is what this is about. And what do you think about that concept? Um, well, I, 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 I can only, I can only say that that is a great, their logic is not flawed. Okay. In the sense of, of what they're trying to do. They're trying to tell a new story um, and try to captivate people into telling a new story, which is fan- nothing wrong with that. No. Problem. Okay. The new story has to be one, good, A number one, and two, has to be easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So now that we I've walked through, mm-hmm. spent multiple hours in that land, I can say this. One, I don't know if the story's any good. Why? Because I don't know the story. The story's not conveyed. Right. So their premise to create a new story is great. But we don't know the story. Okay. The only way you can know the story is if you buy into the comic and reading further into it. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing wrong with that. Problem again. Okay. Park. People aren't going to do that. Okay? People okay. are not going to do that. I don't do that. I wanted to. I was like, okay. Uh, okay, but yeah. let's go back. Let's pause for, for a second. So let's, okay. let's rewind like two, two years ago, okay. three years ago, and, and let's say you are part of this committee talking about mm-hmm. stuff. So far, I'm on board if I'm sitting around at the mm-hmm. table thinking, okay, but things that were promised to us, right? So Correct. in order to make this story believable, you need what? You need characters. Mm-hmm. You need something going on. You need, you need things to convey yeah. the story. Okay. Yeah. So like for me, I don't know any of these characters, and you know, you know who Hondo is, mm-hmm. and I had very limited exposure to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems, seems like a nice guy. <laughs> I love Honda Tanaka. He's a great character. Now, mind you, if you're not deep into the universe, you're not going to know him. Casual, like Mark. Yep. No idea who Hondo is. I'm like trying to explain who Hondo is while we're walking by. And then there's Hondo above me. And I'm going, and I'm geeking out because I'm like, there's Hondo. And but, Mark is like, who's that? No, I know who he was. Well, but, you, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 the level of impact that seeing Hondo yeah. got me is nowhere near... As as deep for you, you know what I mean? It was like, right. for you, it was like, okay, I know who Hondo is, but eh, okay. And I'm like, that is so cool. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, well, he's cool, yeah. But nothing, the impact is completely different. Yeah. And, you know, I'm digging it. I'm pretty sure um, anyone who's a fan of Rebels and um, Clone Wars, we're going to be like, oh, man. Sure. Freaking awesome, Hondo. See, no, Ricky may not have been into that. He may not have been. Because he, he's into that, to, the, to the animation. Correct. Or the animated part. Yeah, correct. But then I was thinking, oh, well, they could have an animatronic of Han Solo. But then I would have thought, wait a minute, aren't you on Indy? Aren't you, aren't you down in the Temple of the Forbidden Eye? Yeah. <laughs> so that may be a problem. There I, are a lot of different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, okay. So <laughs> well, where do we go from here? So the initial premise is it's going to be a whole new world, a whole new concept for us, us to explore. And I think that missed the mark because I think the the average theme and I don't want to have how to say this but the average theme park guest 
is not really buying into that theory. They don't want that presented to them. Well, I, I don't think it. I don't think it's that. I think when you go, one of the things that when you go into um, Disney um, into the park, whatever attraction you jump onto, mm-hmm. right? The story is conveyed to you pretty quick, and you understand a very simple format: Jungle Cruise, right away; mm-hmm. Indy, right away; Pirates, right away; Thunder, right away. Any of the dark ride classic, right away. Yeah. You go on and on and on, and you go right away, right away, right away, right away. When you walk into the land, right, the story's hitting you. And and part of the reason is because it's simple. Yeah. It is conveyed in a very elegant simple way yep everybody that pays attention to it at a level gets it right away sure now i try to you know it's hard for me to separate um that star wars thing with me and try to look at it through the eyes of a for lack of a better word average and i'm air quoting average park goer right um so for me, the feelings were hit like I'm in Star Wars, because I can't I can't do that. That is so ingrained in my my life and my being from age four. Okay. That I can't I can't do it. I can't I cannot un- untie that emotional um, connection. I can't do it. Okay. As much as I wanted to, I couldn't. I, it took it took a day for me to unwind all of that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, so that I think there is the core problem is that. Right away, you don't know the story. You right don't. away, you don't feel what you don't know what's going on. Well, okay, so, but let's talk about that for a second. Is and I have examples of that, but go ahead, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, so again, what was promised to us again is I said this before. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, we're going to be able to live our own adventure, create mm-hmm. our own stuff, mm-hmm. um, in in recognizable things that you know that or sorry, familiar things, um, mm-hmm. not you know maybe not we've seen it before, but we understand what they are. Correct. Um, and we're going to be fully immersed into this world. Right. Um, now, so far, that entirely didn't happen no. for me. I, I mm-hmm. um, And probably because of budget cuts and... That? Yeah, budget cuts. Right on. Um, you know, I think it was Bob Chapek pulled the plug on, a, on an interactive that, theater, which was actually where we lined up for the Million Falcon. Yeah. That back area was supposed to be the theater. Did, uh-huh. you, did you know that? Yep. Okay. I figured that out after because we're standing back. I'm like, what need? Like, you had that big open area. Like, yeah. okay, this was meant to be something. Yes. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. You could totally tell. Yeah. I, in fact, when we got, I got back here, I, I looked at a map. Like, okay, what, where, where was that theater supposed to be? Exactly where we queued mm-hmm. up. Um, so that part, I'm not so, so concerned about the theater right now, but I wanted to see. I mean, it would have been more convincing if there were, like, random aliens walking around mm-hmm. shopping for things. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I would have been like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Or some sort of droid going, you know, buzzing around. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some some stormtroopers, like, you know, cuffing some guy <laughs> or something. Well, they, they, okay. So, they, they, you could tell that, okay, we, I was in the, I was in the land for probably in the two days, probably there a total of, what, Five, maybe six hours. Okay. And yeah, saw a ton of Chewy. Great. Love Chewy. Saw a ton of First Order troopers. Great. Saw Kylo Ren. 
once. Oh, you did? I did. Oh. Um, That's true, because I saw Phasma in Tomorrowland. Yeah, you saw Phasma in Tomorrowland. I'm like, hi, okay. But anyway. You're exactly. Like, what is she doing here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, you're over there. But anyway, um, but the interactive aspect, they kept on saying, oh, they're going to be rebel spies and yada, yeah. yada. I saw it once. Right. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, you, d- you didn't know what was going on. No. It was done so low-key, which was kind of cool, but I knew what was going on. Again, the average person may not catch. They may go like, what, huh? And they turn as a person kind of takes off, and stormtroopers follow. Yeah. Then what happens? Sure. There you go. There we go. So the feeling I got was they kind of went, okay, what is a bare minimum we can do? (laughs) Right. And that is what we got. Yeah. Because you're right. They said droids mm-hmm. were going to be around. And if they added droids, if they added more than two stormtroopers walking around. Yeah. And some and some odd characters, like some rough characters. Yep. On, yeah, that would have been great. If they did any of that, instantly credibility goes up yeah. instantaneously. without, Ooh. And then story starts getting told without, again, simple. Okay. Simply said. No. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to play the role of... Um, so, again, this whole thing is divisive, right? And so there's a camp that, you know, Jess is kind of on, and I have one foot in there, like, hey, I don't want Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in my park because it's going to take away from everything else. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin the whole park. Um, and I'm pissed off, and this is not me thinking this. I'm just telling you what people think, some, like, sometimes. And Jess was right about that. She, I mean, I, I was like... Yeah, Jess, I think you might be right because now we're going to get all this nonsense lines backed up all the way to Main Street just to get in here. I don't want that. Udi, can you give us some light on all that? Okay. Okay. So I don't know right now if it's because of the attendance being down. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a lot of the theories. We've, we've been kind of going back and forth. We actually um, talked about that with Marcy for a little bit, as you heard in the other upcoming episode. That's Marcy Smothers, author of Eat yep. Like Walt. Go yep. check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Good plug. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and then, um, but I'm going to tell you, the, the fear of that right now, there's no fear of that. Because the one thing that they did, and I said was going to be crucial for me, was there has to be a clear delineation between Galaxy's Edge and the rest of the park. Right. And in my opinion, yep. they absolutely did it. Mm. Hands down, did it. You walk in. It, now, if you walk in, okay, if you haven't been to the park in a decade, have no idea about Galaxy's Edge, you could literally walk into the park and not even know about it. Okay, you're going to you're gonna have, you're gonna have marquees or whatever up to kind of draw you in that direction. Sure. Like, you know, little things, but... Other than that, where is a sign within the park that Galaxy Judge is even over there? Right. None. Zero. Zip. Yep. I looked. I walked. We walked entire. I looked for something that said, hey, blink, blink, neon sign, Galaxy's Edge, go over here. Right. Nothing. Right. You walk the park. You walk along rivers of America. Do you hear anything? No. No. Do you see anything? No. Well, you you can see one spire coming up, one. Yeah. Other than that, no. Mm. And to me, I was like, and I, I brought it up to you. I was blown away by that. Mm-hmm. Blown away by the sheer fact that the second you go underneath that train trestle, it is like a curtain 
mm-hmm. a sound curtain that yeah. is non-existent is there. Right. And I'm like, holy crap. Then you go in, you go into the bigger entrance, with I, which we were thinking was going to be the main queue up. Right. Right onto the trail. Same thing. You right. go underneath that trestle, boom. Yeah. Sound curtain. Like, you don't hear the park. You don't hear the park as you're coming out until you go underneath the train trestle. Then you're like, oh, oh, now I hear, now I hear the park. Mm-hmm. You go, I mean, it literally, like, you're stepping from one doorway into another. That, I mean, that is how crazy it was for me. And then I'm like, okay, there's no way they're going to pull that off in the shortest one, which is right in the fantasy line. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, is my favorite entrance or exit, however you want to put it. It's your favorite? Yeah, because of the way it looks. Okay. Oh, man, amazing. Now, the one coming up around Hungry Bear is great for a different reason. Yes, yeah. But in that, was it like a 200-foot span, maybe 300? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, holy crap, I can I can see a, a stagecoach right over there or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, but you don't hear anything again. And and so to me, the one one of the main things that was gonna be my make or break for the land was delineation for the park and the effect of the park. Right. They did it. Mm-hmm. They in my opinion, I mean, I don't know if somebody's gonna have a different opinion, please let me know. Uh, but for me, out of the park like shocking. Mm-hmm. Like not just oh cool, they didn't know shockingly well. To me, I don't know what, what would you think. Um, yeah, so I have to echo that with with Udi. Um, so because I was on the same camp with Jess, thinking, okay, this is going to be too much of a distraction, and I, this is fearful of all that. But I have to agree with Udi. Can I mean they knock it out of the park? Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, the first time we walked in on the on the Hungry Bear. I was trying to I was trying to go okay. I'm going to keep an eye out for the for the transitions and stuff, but I didn't. You can't. I didn't because I got a little too emotional thinking. Yep. Okay, the, the, okay, because I mean it was a big moment for me. Um, I know for Udi mm-hmm. as well, and and I know like my girls were pretty excited about it. So I just kind of we didn't talk, but we just kind of all took it in, and I kind of like kind of lost myself in there. And I think that's like the point of all this mm-hmm. is that you just don't you don't. Pay attention so much, but on the, going back out and going back in the other way through the main thing, um, uh, I was then I was definitely paying attention to it. I mm-hmm. didn't feel, I mean, I, there's a whole other park out there that you just do not know about if you're in in a bat too. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I you mean, have no idea it's out there. No, I mean, I couldn't hear Big Thunder. Nope. Um, I couldn't. I don't think, man. I didn't hear the Mark Twain. I didn't hear the train. I didn't hear anything. No, I didn't hear anything on, on that side. Nothing. What I did hear. And I'm sure Udi picked up on it too. Was did you hear um, like uh, uh, space planes or space mm-hmm. planes or if, yeah, know, vehicles be, taking off yeah, and landing, take yep. off and landing, or yep. like or like a flying over, flying over. Yep. In fact, I even like looked up thinking, well, where yep. where did that come from? Yeah, we were right next to Doc Ongar's, I think. And you're like, you turn around, like, what? I'm like, yeah, because they're. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just I just I no. instinctively like looked up thinking, did I miss something fly over my head? Yep. Um, and I'm like, nope. Oh, no, you didn't. No, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but just going out. Okay, so it's, we. I went out. I think I went out three. I, yeah, I've done all three of them. Uh, but walked out back um, through Hungry Bear. And when you're over on that resistance side, you you hear nature sounds mm-hmm. out there and and little just weird yep. things. And and, it, and then you go you get closer to you know back to Disneyland, back to Critter Country, and then those sounds seemingly. 
mesh. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's more country. Yep. And yep. then you hear crickets and frogs and yep. they get, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then the, I, what, <laughs> what I really liked um, when you're on the resistance side is that you hear things off in the, in the brush. Oh, yeah. And there's a number of times where I've turned to look because it felt, it sounded like something was going through it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. That was kind of creepy, but kind of cool. Yes. Because I know there's probably nothing there. No. In fact, I thought it was some sort of animatronic back there uh, doing something. Too. I was like, oh, what? But you know, like, what's yeah, back what, what, I, what am I missing? And um, so, <laughs> so many things I did right, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, so for that aspect of it, I mean, I'll tell Jess right now and don't worry about that. Well, no, and that's and one thing people. I want to convey to everybody who had that same fear. Do not worry about it. Oh, the park, it's going to affect the park negatively. It's not. My opinion, it is not in any way, shape, or form going to park, uh, is as of yet affecting the park negatively. No. As far as sight lines and as Anything. Left, yeah. Anything. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, no, nothing. I mean, not even in... in, in I mean, it, it, it's not negatively affecting the park at all. In, in my opinion, in one one bit. No. Not one bit. You can avoid it 100%. Mm-hmm. You do not need to put one toe in that land and have it affect what you would what you've been doing now for years. That's true. Absolutely true. We could go. I mean, in fact, you did. I did. The very next day, you did not even step foot into uh, that land. Nope, I didn't because we just did our own Disneyland things. Right. And, and, and then and then what did you feel? I felt incredible. Yeah. Cuz you're <laughs> like, look, I know it's over there, but yeah. I don't need to include that at all and it's not permeating this way. Yeah. So that fear of that permeation is it shouldn't be there. Now, we could, down the road, hopefully Disney maintains that line. Mm-hmm. That is going to be always a fear of the creep. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think if they pay attention, they don't. They, I hope they recognize that that line does not need to be, should not be infringed on. At no. All. Okay. Not even a little bit. If they need to, they need to work within the land to build it up, and that's where we're gonna. I think we're gonna start transitioning to is what they did wrong and what what sure. what the issues are with it. Um, but, um, yeah, for everybody, believe me, believe me, go. And if you want nothing to do with Galaxy's Edge, then guess what? You don't need to do anything <laughs> nope. with Galaxy's Edge. You don't, you don't have to. Enjoy your park day. Enjoy it like you would normally do, like you've been doing it for years now. Just go do it. Yep. And you can literally act like that area, that land that you don't want anything to do with is not even there. Yep. Unless you go on Big Thunder, which is the only thing. Yeah, as per usual. And the Mark Twain, if it, well, if you're on the sure. upper deck, you can see the you top will. of. Uh, I, I think it's Docking Bay Seven has it that. Is. Oh no, Oronto Roasters. No, it's Docking Bay Seven. It has that mm-hmm. red red transport. That, that red shuttle on top of it. Shuttle, mm-hmm. shuttle. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, you won't. No, you won't. Uh-uh. You won't. You will not. Okay. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's. That was important to me. Yeah, no, very important thing that uh, one of the things, one of the many things they got correct was that. And I'm glad for, mm. uh, I mean, I'm glad for me, but I'm really glad for the, again, for the people who are, have, um, and we'll go with Jess's camp because it's the easiest one to describe for everybody who's been following along, um, that fear about it destroying or adversely affecting the rest of the park and yada, yada, and all the fears I think is it was a it's a home run for them that they pulled that off. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is a, a win for the design. Well, yeah, and I think now looking at it makes me think they went into it with that well in their brain. 
oh, they're well into their brand. very, very protective of the heritage part yep. of that. Um, so what this kind of reminds me of right now is uh, people may not remember this, like 94 or so, uh, 95, when um, uh, Indiana Jones opened up. It didn't it was a little late, but they opened up the whole queue area for you to go out and explore. You couldn't go on the attraction. But you could go through the jungle and go up to the up to the temple. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go in the temple, but you could walk around all that. Yeah. And people thought that was really cool, but this isn't this isn't really what we want yet. Kind of the same thing with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge right now. I mean, I don't. I, when I said it was kind of half baked, I, I still think it's the the first version. Is more yet like an appetizer of what is yet to come. Mm-hmm. So what we have right now is we're dealing with the very first version of this, and as we mentioned be- before, it's all this is all planned out. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, Anaheim gets there is on May May thirty first, and now it's you know August um, what did I say August twenty fourth, twenty twenty fifth, twenty five, um, and so we've got this, and then. Um, well, Disney World opens up next week, mm-hmm. next Friday, I think, or Saturday or something. The, Twenty. Is it the thirty first? No, thirty thirty first. Okay, whatever that is, um, and that might be a more advanced version of ours right now. Well, besides Rise of the Resistance. Um. Yeah. 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 I I, I um, we'll go back and 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 uh, all that did is reiterate again that we over here in, in California are. Were and are absolutely the guinea pig for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Because what's working here or didn't work here, they're going to make sure that works in Florida. And where it works in Florida is going to start. They're going to start putting that back here. Yep. And it's it's only going to get better. Uh, I hope and I pray. Okay. Um. And and I I, I, I my optimistic side wants it, does agree with you. Okay. So what what as we as it sits right now, August twenty fifth. Do you want to go into what they got wrong or what they got right first? Um, we'll go negative first. That way we can sure. finish. I, I want to. I'm feeling positive today. Okay. It's a Sunday. I have actual one day off this week. And, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to make it a good day. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I I feel like. Well, honestly, I want to feel like. Uh, I don't want to. I I feel the critique is more important right now than, and then that way we can gush over what was correct. Um, sure. Which, sure. You know they're is a, a lot to be happy about. Okay. Um, well, I mean, do you want me to, you want me to start? I'm, I, I want you to start. I mean, I can, I can bring up a topic and I want your opinion I, I, on it. Nah, or, or go I got, ahead. I got it. Okay. I, yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, okay. Because I want to hear your thoughts on right. the merchandise and the food so, okay. and, 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 um, so, I mean, really, um, I, I mentioned it in our, in our normal episode that for everything they got right, um, that's kind of the problem, uh, um, again, for the average park goer. And I think um, the negative, the, the feel of it, the, the, biggest, the biggest error, I think, that they did was not opening up a complete land um, uh, without having Rise ready to go. Uh-huh. Um, I, I really, really think that that was a big faux pas. I think they should have sucked it up and waited. Mm. Um, because I, I, I feel like you get a three-quarter land, or not even that, a two-third land. Sure. And the feeling is palpable when you go in there. Mm-hmm. Because they lead you in. And, and you know, they lead you in through, because we were there rope drop, they lead you in Hungry Bear side, and 
I I'm glad they did because they let the land unfold in front of you. Yes, yes. Um, and that is great, but you can feel an, a palpable emptiness when you walk in. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, transition is done now. Now we're into land, and this is empty. <laughs> yeah. They have... The, the merch is okay. I like some of it. I, I mean, a lot of it is geared towards kids and stuff, which I, 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 I'm not going to argue that, whatever. Yeah. I saw some cool stuff that I'm like, ooh, hey, that's kind of cool. But, but you did buy something. I did. I bought a few things. Um, but um, I was impressed. Well, we're going negative. So, okay, we won't go there. Um, but, you know, you walk I, in. I thought we were going negative first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because no, I was going to go positive, oh, but yeah. I'm going to go negative. Okay. So that was one of the biggest things, you know. Uh, very palpable, the emptiness of that, okay? Hmm. Big negative. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're not a Star Wars fan yeah. like I am, Things that hold you there are cool. They have full-size X-Wing, full-size A-Wing, which the A-Wing, I I could have stayed there and looked at that thing for an hour or two or three. Okay, so but, good. But don't you, because since we're on the negative thread, don't you wish they could have like, let us go on that thing and like, sit there and take a picture? I know why they didn't. Would have broken it? Yeah, people would break it. That's why we can't have nice things. I know, exactly. Okay. Don't be, but, but then you go in there and then you... And they have the rise, you know, they have the attraction gate there. And again, if you're not going into the attraction, you're an average rider, then you're like, okay, it looks cool. And you keep on walking by me. I'm like, I'm pointing at you more going, you know what that is, right? And like, oh yeah, it's a turn from, from that was on Hoth. Exactly. Oh yes. So, but again, not having anything there. Then the shops that they have there are like a little pop-up thing. Not a negative, not a huge negative, but again, feeling empty, you know? Yes. Not a very, and then as you walk forward, you keep on walking forward, and then you start seeing the rest of the land. Yeah, there you go. He's got, he showed me a picture of the turn. Yeah. Um, which is the entrance to Rise. Um, anyway, so that is one of the biggest negatives. That is empty, and if you start your day, and again, if you're just an average person walking in going, oh, let's find out what Galaxy's Edge is in Star Wars Land or whatever is all about you're gonna walk in <laughs> you're gonna walk in and go uh, uh okay yeah <laughs> right uh, okay yeah and you're gonna keep on walking because there's nothing to hold you there yeah the merch is there pop-up style really and you're kind of like you do a lap around a couple of little towers and you're like okay cool and you keep on walking nothing deep nothing you know to hold you there no the entire thing is nothing to hold you there then you keep on walking then it comes into a little bit bigger area, and I'm like, okay, again, empty feel. Right. You can see the bazaar right there, which, looking at the bazaar, is freaking cool. You mean the marketplace? The then? marketplace, okay. the bazaar. Okay. But again, huge, empty feeling. Like, there's no... We're missing something. Yeah. It is very palpable, the, the emptiness of it. And then you walk in, and you're feeling all, I mean, we're going through an emotion. This is all that I've come to after my emotional entrance, right? My logic kind of kicked back in. And I'm like walking through going, okay, I have an empty feeling here. Like we're walking and I'm like, okay, that is cool. That is cool. But I'm not, I'm not in. I'm not deep yet. I'm not getting sucked in. Two things suck me in, which I will say is one going to be the Falcon. I can't help it. Right. And going in the Southeast. Okay. But, um... That is one of the things, like, you go forward and then you don't, the story isn't tying you in. You're not getting pulled in. Unless you're a Star Wars fan, 
it's difficult for people to connect with that because they're not getting what's going on. Right. And empty that empty entrance is huge mm-hmm. mistake, in my opinion. Huge, 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 because there's no life there. It's very weird because you have all the green foliage and trees, and it's all pretty and beautiful, and the landscaping is beautiful, the rock work and everything, and everything that they've done theming-wise is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Spot on. No soul. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, okay. So that, in my opinion, is a core problem with it as we sit. Okay. Not being able to connect to the land if you're the average goer. Even for me, being a Star Wars fan, yeah, big time. Right. Even I, at moments, were like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> yeah? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> How do I feel about that? Meh. Okay. And then you have that moment of, oh, that is so cool. And then you're back to, hmm, okay. I don't know about how I feel about that. Right. And you keep on walking. So, I mean, I don't know if you, because uh, I have a next, an, another layer to go oh, to. Go I mean, yeah, so, I like mean, just to in. talk about what, you, what you're going through, uh, uh, like the merchandise, none of it really appealed to me. I mean, not only was, I mean, it, it seemed to be like a more expensive. I think the price is pretty high in uh, Bat 2 than anywhere else. <laughs> The quality, because of what you're looking at, was they're trying to go with a cosplay ready, um, oh really, kind of apparel, which you can't wear in the park. Well, you can to an extent. Okay, if you bound it like a lot. Some people were bounding. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you you don't go full cosplay, you could use one of those things to bound. Then you're fine. Never go full uh, cosplay. Never go full co- cosplay in the park. Yeah. That's the rules. Um, but anyway, but no, but um, I did, uh, you know, me and Eric, um, and Eric, wor- you know, okay, Eric works for Under Armour. Hmm. I've known him for a number of years, and he is very nitpicky about material, how things, it, it's his design. He's a designer, too, so he's very into how things are sewn and how they mesh together and how they would look layered and blah blah all that kind of all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, it looks cool. And he's like, well, you want to know why it looks cool because of this color. And that, uh, he can go on all these big long diatribes about <laughs> that kind of stuff. But I was walking with him, and I kind of grabbed a couple of the tunics, and I was like, I was kind of looking at them. Hmm, how much is this? Oh, okay, like 125 bucks. A lot of people go like, holy crap, that's so expensive. I'm like, but I recognize what's going on. I go, what do you think? He's like, these are good. I'm like, okay. He's like, I go, really good, right? He's like, these are really good. Yeah. So, yeah, they are. They are higher. But what you're getting out of it is a really quality thing. Sure. It wasn't junk. No. It wasn't crap. No. And I'm like, okay, well, I, even the helmets, the X-Wing helmets. Oh, that's right. They, they the were one some, I put on. Yeah, that's right. A little tight. Um, those are good. How, how much were they? Uh, 80 bucks. 80 bucks? I think. Okay, okay, but what, what are you going to do with a helmet like that? If you're cosplaying, you're going to use it. Okay. If you're a kid, you're going to put it on and put your blast shield down and go off and live an adventure, which is great. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd tuck it underneath my arm and walk around cosplay if I was going to do that. Um, but those kind of things. So overall, I get your point, but to me, it was kind of a justified thing there. Yeah. Okay, so the merchandise didn't really resonate with me, but going to... Under, I get why I didn't. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but walking through there, yeah, I, I we're just kind of walking around with no story, no anything. We're thinking, okay, I guess we're going to walk through the bazaar because that's where we're supposed to go. 
Um, you, you actually could have gone to the right and around it, but yep. that looked less appealing to me. Yeah, again, empty. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's really this big, big empty open area. Yeah. Open area. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to. I'm again, it feels like there should be something yes. there. Yeah. Um, and so that part was just sort of connect. I mean, I, I was like, okay, I think all we're going to do is do the Millennium Falcon and go look at Sebi's workshop or whatever. Um, but, you know, so that part was kind of a negative for me. I was like, yeah, there's no no clear direction for me to go. There's nothing out here, but this is where all the people are, so there must be, there must be something cool out there. Okay. So, mm-hmm. that, I mean, so that part was kind of a negative for me. I agree. Um, then it got time to eat something, mm-hmm. and um, it just... It, see, this should be... Oh, I did want to mention, um, I did reach out to Jay because I said, hey, we're going to be in the parks this mm-hmm. for the 12th, the 15th, whatever. And he said, oh, we can't make it, um, but let me know, know what you think. And I go, okay. And um, so he had he has already been there. Um, and I'll just say that his thought is uh, Docking Base 7 probably in a, in a year or so is going to end up being like the Galactic Grill with hamburgers and hot dogs and fries with alcohol. And I go, oh, Jay, don't say that. Dude, oh, I, I, I want Jay back on. I know. I said that, and he knows that. And that's something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about on a regular show, is that he will welcome people sending him messages or us through him, and he'll answer them. But right now, he just doesn't want to go on the air and okay. talk about stuff. I'm like, That's oh. fair. I miss the guy, though. I do, too. Yeah. Well, he says he loves us. Like, we love yeah. you, too, man. Yeah, we, man. Uh, if, Jay, if you're catching this, we miss you, buddy. Uh, you know, whenever you're ready to come back on, you know... Just say the word. Drop of the line, and you're on like instant. Yes, you're oh. in, li- in like Flynn. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say about that? Um, so the f- so his concept was that it's going to be with alcohol, like a Galactic Grill seven mm-hmm. or a, a, yeah, another Galactic Grill. Mm-hmm. But um, he liked the Ronto Roasters, like the wrap, which mm-hmm. I didn't have, mm-hmm. and one of the couple other things that Docking Bay Seven he liked. But the rest of it, he felt like. Uh, the concept was a little too different for what theme park people wanted. But there again, but then yeah. again, you're in bed too. You're not supposed to be in Disneyland. But, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And again, here, here's what, this is going right along with what I've said for everything that they do right. Yeah. This is where it could be wrong. Yeah. Because yeah, if you buy into it, the buy-in is the key. Mm-hmm. If you buy into the world, then you're going to go like, okay, Ronto Raptor. Okay, done. You know it's chicken or sausage, but you're not. You're mentally, you're like, no, I'm on Batu. Yeah. That is why a lot of these things that are, like I say, are right are going to be wrong because if you don't buy in, then they're like, ah, I don't want that. Like for me, even for me, I'm like, do you want anything in here? No, not really. I didn't want short ribs over rice. Yeah. Or I didn't want that. I was no, and that, that's the <laughs> crazy part. Like it, it was good food. I'm looking, I'm like, that actually sounds good. Yeah. But do I want it? No. And it's weird. I don't know why. I can't really explain why. Like, do you want a Ronto wrap? Honestly, a Ronto wrap, I wrapped, I've never found appealing. Okay. From the, the day it got announced, I'm like, yuck. <laughs> so I saw him. I'm like, yeah, double yuck on that. No. Nope. Double yuck. I'm, I'm good with that. And that, that is my personal preference. I'm not going to say, you know, I know a few people do like them. There's some people out here out there that really like them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, not my, not, not my cup of tea. But, um, yeah. So, again, right? Be- but because it's right and the full bind isn't there yet, uh-huh. it's going to be a negative. You're, you, you, they're dan- they dance that line of full buy-in, and if you full buy-in, you're it is phenomenal. But if you don't, 
Oh, the missiles are going to start hitting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got it. It's 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 a big commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'd be nice to see. Um, I mean, I I do appreciate the the food theming. I just was thinking, <sighs> kids aren't going to like this. I'm not going to like it. I yep. just if they had some like I don't know, Bantha burger or something like that, then I go okay. I'll I'll probably try that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they like, could do it. They could do it. Like would Jay. Yeah. I see Jay's point. I don't think they're going to go with that, like Galactic Grill, because Galactic Grill is horrible. <laughs> um, but I can see them having that flavor. Yes. Uh, he said that Ronto rap was legit. And I was like, okay, mm. shoot, now I should have got it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But Damn. even then, Damn, I, I was going to get one, and Aki goes, well, Dad, it's like 1350 or something like that. I go, so? And then you're like, I'm out. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, let's get one. She goes, no, I don't want I don't want, I don't want you to pay for it. That's too expensive. I go, well, that's... We're here. Let's do it. And then no. Uh, and then that Eric got his popcorn. And he said we can just split it. And then we just tried some of that. And I'm like, you can have it all. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a big fan of the popcorn. Oh, he he wasn't. He, he said it was okay. And then he he mostly bought it for the uh, mouse droid, but yes. popcorn bucket, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I saw I'm that. Like thing. that is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy bought a lot of stuff. He did. No, he's a. Yeah, you. So I'll, I'll give that. I think we kind of talked about it in our in our main episode. Um, Eric, a good friend of mine, I've known for ooh, almost twenty years. I think probably now. really twenty yeah, years, fifteen to twenty. Wow. Um, known him for a very long time, and um, um, he hadn't been in the park since he was ten. Um, Nineteen eighty, ninety something. I think eighty seven. Eighty seven. That the predates Splash Mountain. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. And he didn't write it. We're gonna next time he goes. By the way, he messaged me. He's like, I think I'm going in October. I'm like, all right, let me go. Let me know. Oh, cool, cool. You should go. Um, uh, but anyway, um, um. See, that's a guy we need to get. He'll he would be an AP guy, and what it would be like ride or die guy. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm going, and if he hears that, I know he doesn't listen to the show, uh, even though he does listen to podcasts. So Eric, if you ever run across the episode, why haven't you been listening? But anyway, yeah. Um. Well, actually, maybe he, maybe he will because that okay. It was he added the fact that he went on a total whim. But mind you, the fact that he went on that trip was a total whim by him. He's not a whim guy, okay. He's not by the seat of his pants kind of guy at all. Um, but it worked out, um, and um, he loved it. Oh yeah, he literally texted me because we had to leave a day early. He stayed one day by himself, and he goes, "Okay." The text was literally, "Okay, I love this place." Okay. Oh, right on. Awesome. And and um, it was great that he was there. Yes. Because I think it added a new spark, um, I think, to us because we were going in with our analytical, emotional ties that we've been going through. And then we had this guy along for the ride who's, you know, just a little bit younger than us. Hadn't been there forever. And he was taking everything in when, like... Like, you can't tell because he's low-key. Yeah. But in his mind, he was probably like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is freaking awesome. But yes. he doesn't, he doesn't, never comes out. And then I think it was great because, you know, we're talking to him like, yeah, and, and, like, I rode, I rode, every road, every ride I rode with him was his first. Yeah. You know, basically his first. Yeah. Indy, come on. He's like, I don't know, man, my back, I may not, I'm like. Here, I gave him, like, pro tape. This is how you ride Indy, okay? If your back is out, trust me, I've ridden a million times when my back is not feeling well. Yeah. This is what you do. So I gave him my two-pointers about how to ride Indy yeah. when your back is not feeling so hot so you can make it through the ride. And he came out. I'm like, and? That was awesome. And then Thunder. Oh, man. I'm like, you're going to be fine. Thunder, you're going to have a couple hard turns, one good dip in here, too, and then you're fine. Yeah. Road Thunder. Come back out in the station. And he's like, that was awesome. 
Yeah. It's freaking great. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and I'm stoked about. Okay, so we're totally sidetracked here, but I gotta say this: we we, we walked into DCA, and the five of us are walking. Dude has the, 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 never been to DCA. The the last time he was over in that particular part of the world, it was a parking lot. Yep. So he's like, and and then we're like walking. I go, "This is your first time here." He goes, "Yeah, I have no idea what this mm-hmm. even is." I go, and like literally, he has no idea what this park Nothing. is. Yeah. I go, "Okay, well, this is what we're doing." Yeah. I go, you will thank me later. We're going to walk over it and we're going to get something called It's Lemon. <laughs> he goes, well, I don't like lemon. And I go, well, you're going you're gonna to like oh, this. Yeah. He goes, ah, okay. And then what was his thought? And then he goes, you know, he's like, I'm going to eat it. And in 30, 40 minutes, I may want more. We'll find out. Yeah. 45 minutes passed by. He's like, oh, my God, I want another one. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Next day, he's like, and then he sent me a picture the next day. And there he is, freaking big old. Yes. It's lemon. And he's like, I had to. I'm like, okay. No, it was a, no. actually, he did that the day we left because we left early. Yeah. After we left, he went back in and went and got an it's lemon. <laughs> nice. He's like, had to. Of course you did. Yeah. Of he was course you did. That. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, back on track. Back on track. So the food um, was kind of a letdown for me. And, no, um, I agree. But I, I do applaud them for, for trying to be creative mm-hmm. and sticking within the theme. Mm-hmm. I just feel as if uh, that's something that's going to be a tweak down the road. Like we're going to see some more mm-hmm. familiar food items, more accessible things for kids and, mm-hmm. and people that feel like they're kids like me when I want to eat something. Mm-hmm. Um I just didn't want a rice plate or some other yik yak salad, whatever they're calling that thing. Oh, in fact, I have a food guide right here. Yeah. I should be looking at it right now. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about um, Docking Bay uh, Seven Food and Cargo. Choose from a variety of dishes prepared with ingredients from across the galaxy. Encounter familiar flavors that have unexpected and surprising colors and textures. Um, okay, I don't think so. It wasn't for me. We oh, we did get. Um, we did go to the Annika did go to the milk stand and because no visit to the Black Spire outpost is complete without a frosty concoction. Um, sure. The vendors at this quir- quirky stall offer travelers travelers an invigorating, refreshing drink that's a favorite among the locals. Yeah, so we got the blue milk. Um, now Jay says it was horrible. Um, I thought it was pleasant. It tasted like a blue <laughs> raspberry. I didn't even try it. Oh, you didn't try no, it? No, I was going to, and then I just, I don't know why. I never, I didn't get pulled into it. Okay, it tastes like a blue raspberry Slurpee. It was very refreshing, and I would, I'd probably get it again. So that may be the one thing I've ever disagreed with, with on Jay about that, <laughs> but that's okay. Yep. Oh, no, there's something else, but we'll talk about that later, not in the show. Um, that's the dual whip with the routine. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on there. So good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, so good. So uh, the Ronto Roasters is something that I will probably try now that Jay says you got to get the wrap. So maybe next time I will get that because um, it says it's savory sausage. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, and Cat's Sockets Kettle, which is the um, popcorn stand, which I don't. I think that was a little too advanced for what people were looking for. Um, it looked very cool, though. Yes. You almost don't realize you're getting popcorn there. You don't know. You're like, oh, wait, popcorn. Oh, okay. Oh, but let me ask you this, though. Speaking of food and something that we completely bypassed. Oh, yeah, the cantina? Oh, this cantina. No, we, we didn't bypass it. We couldn't. I, I, we didn't make the hard effort to get in because that is the hardest ticket to get in. Did you? Okay, but did you have an interest in going to that? I, I did, but it wasn't overwhelming. Okay, this is where I got affected by the overwhelming... Um, uh, what? How do I want to put it? The demand for it. I'm like, I. 
why why do I need to make a reservation and, and, and go through all that for to go into a canteen? I, you know, I get it, and it's not like it's a new thing to the park. I don't know why, but it, it turned me off. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, it's a cantina. Like, I, all I can put it is, like, when you go into a cantina, it's a cantina. And what I mean by that is, like, you don't need a reservation. You just, It's a bar. You walk in. You walk in? You walk in. You sit at the bar. You pony up. You're like, hey, give me a beer. Mm-hmm. Slide you a beer. You throw them two bits. You drink your beer. You leave. You shoot somebody. Throw somebody a couple of things and go, sorry for the mess. And you walk out. Yes. <laughs> Not like, sit down. You need a reservation. Not only that, when we walked by it, there was some people getting into it in a mild way. Security was there, and they took care of it. Somebody was upset about something. Oh, I didn't see that. You didn't see it at all. I did. And I'm like, okay, I don't even, I can maybe not really? want to go in. Yeah. Maybe that's really authentic. Maybe there's a fight no, going on. No, no, not, no. We're not going to go into Toontown. Well, you know, no, I'm talking about like a real cantina. No, not these, no. Okay. He was an idiot. Anyway. Uh, was it part of the show? No. Oh, okay. No. If that was part of the show, I would have been like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a, it was a guest, and they're yeah. getting, I think they're getting upset at either one of the, one of the cast members for some reason, and they're like, nope. Okay. And they did the quiet little, oh, we're going to pull you this way. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and disappeared real quick. Um, they black bagged him and threw him out and gave him the Kylo. Um, yeah, there anyway. you go. But no, you know. Um, black bagged him. <laughs> That's part of the experience, folks. <laughs> um, no, Eric went in and he said it was really cool. Oh, um, did he get a drink? He did. Um, oh, I'm definitely going to do it next time. I yeah. Just, I don't know. For me, I, I was like, I don't, I, I just didn't feel like, again, a negative thing is like, I, I didn't feel, I, I, I didn't able to pull in like mm. I really need to go see Rex over there and go in the canteen I just felt like meh yeah. about it you know and um we I will I mean like I didn't even get blue milk right like I walk over see the stand I'm like okay I can get in that long line but I don't want to <laughs> kept on walking okay yeah Nice. Yeah, I think I think next time I will go in there. Yeah, we will. Well, I just wasn't know. that interested in that. No, again, again, all these little things, like even for people like me who are in the Star Wars, to not get pulled into it, I think, again, there's a miss. There's a, a finite miss in there. There's one little tangent and a little thing in there where um, we're not quite all the way in. Right. And, uh, yeah, so everything we've mentioned so far is negative. We met, we've negative... Uh, the, the good thing is that everything we've mentioned is very fixable. Thank you. Yes. It's very fixable, and the infrastructure is already built into it. They just yep. need to flip the switch and, and get things going with that. Right? I completely agree. Again, having those big open areas, and we know, okay, right here we can plug. They can plug that in here. They can, like we talked about a little bit, like, yeah. you know, big sit down with the theater, blah, 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 like all those things, which budget, which, uh, who is it? What's his name again? Uh, Bob Chapek? Yeah, Chapek. Mr. Yeah. Chapek, if you ever hear my show, bad on you. I, I, I lay it at his feet. Okay. Because he's the one that has a track record of cutting. Yeah. And and at one again, the corporate side of it versus the storytelling side of it is always going to be, in entertainment, is always going to be the, um, you know, the, the rub mm-hmm. with that. How much you want to pay versus what you're going to deliver. And I think the fact that he won, and the way I feel like he won a lot of those arguments, is a huge negative. Mm-hmm. He's doing his job. That's what he does. They bring him in there for that. I get it as a corporate monster. That did, But this is where I kind of go, fork out a few pennies. You guys are fine. 
Oh, yeah. In fact, if and I've said it before, and I'm going to stay even more steadfast now, more people isn't the answer. More people coming through the gate is not the answer for Disneyland mm. or any park. Right. Experience is everything. I'm now, here we are, how many years after Walt has passed? He was everything about experience. And now, as we walked the park mm-hmm. with an extremely manageable crowd in the dead of summer. Yep. And how much fun did we have? <laughs> I hit my traditions in an hour. I've never done that in my lifetime. That's crazy, huh? And I can tell you, this was probably the best trip we've had, I've had in years. And so now, with that, I'm like, release the money, release the funds, open up that restaurant, open up that theater, bring in the players, bring in the droids, bring in the people that you cut. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. Right now, revenues will go up. People are going to go in, are going to spend time there yeah. because there will be there. The there, the hold, it will be there. That is a problem right now. Mm-hmm. That is the big, huge negative. The hold isn't there even for me. Star Wars fan. No. No. I'm like, we walked through and we took everything in. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I heard the cry. Mansion, come ride. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Come. Indy. Yeah. Pirates. Thunder. Yeah. Space. I'm like. The mountains are calling. The mountains were calling. <laughs> and I'm like, and for as much as, as much as I liked about that land, that call won. Hands down. Yep. And to me, that is a miss anyway. So, I mean, I'll, I'll summarize my negatives. I, I can go into like little finite details about what, what else is negative. Um, the other negative I can go with would be, um, I'll, okay, I'll go on to this negative. Okay. Um, the one negative we talked about, and this was going to go on a smuggler's run. We talked about how they're going to, um, um, you know, make the, the attraction. And, and we said, okay, well, we know now we're going to have two pilots. Two gunners, two engineers. Okay. And we talked about it often. What's going to happen if little Johnny gets into a pilot, gets a pilot car? What is going to happen? How are you going to (laughs) react? So, my fear about little Johnny taking controls of the Millennium Falcon while you're in it, in either a gunner or an engineer uh, capacity, was fully realized. My last ride. Uh-oh. But it wasn't little Johnny. It was, like, Grandma May. Oh, <laughs> Grandma May, okay. Like, Ga- Grandma Mary, they put her in the pilot seat, and I saw her have the pilot card, and I put my head in, and I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, no, this is not going to be good. So, because, okay, I was going to save it for my positive, but we went on. No, nah, okay, I will save it for the positive. So, that fear that we had about if you get the wrong person behind the controls... Some people were saying, oh, you don't really have that much control over it. I beg to differ from experience. Yeah. I beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> um, engineering is fun. I had fun doing the engineering part. I'm oh. not going to lie. Okay. I didn't. I never got I never got into the gunner seat. Oh, that I would have had fun. That you one. did, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Um, I had fun doing the engineer. I did. But anyway, um, so that is a negative, and there is no way you can fix that, in my opinion. Um. And how can I put it? Um, if they don't have, if the person in the in the pilot doesn't have a sense of what's going on, 
you're going to have a rough ride. I had an incredibly rough ride. I swear to God, we banged into everything. At one point in time, if you remember the ride where we have to fly down um, right before, right after we get, well, I don't want to spoil it for people, but there's a part of the mission where you have to get something, and then you, you're trying to escape. There's a Death Star there, yeah. and you kind of fly low, and then you come up high. Yeah. We were just on the ground. And we're, I mean, it was it, 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 shaking. It, it made it almost unbearable how bad it made it real. Yeah. Like we're on the ground. I'm did like, and I feel something? like screaming, pull up. Oh. I, I did. I yelled, pulled up. And then the other thing is when I had a 10 uh, year old kid in front of me in the gunner position and I'm sitting there and then he's like asking his mom, hey, mom, wait, you know, what am I doing? So this is going to go into the overall oh, negative of that of yeah. the attraction. And I'm like, and then he wasn't paying attention. He started getting caught up in, oh, what's going on? It, it, easy to do. Sure, it is. And I'm like, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. I'm like, yeah. and I actually reached across because he was not looking and hit and hit the button a couple times with fire torpedoes. I'm oh, like, yeah. I got it. And I, and I hit the button. Oh. And I'm like, okay, as cool as that is for me. Yeah. The average person, I can see why people are going like, eh. Now, the cr- and the main critique that I have is exactly what one person, uh, uh, one person that came off after I did. I was waiting down in that exit tunnel. I think I was waiting for you. Okay. Or I was waiting for somebody or waiting for, I don't remember. And guy comes off. He's like, that was fun. But, you know, I wish they would have like a video or something telling us what we had to do. And oh, I'm like, geez. and I kind of went, okay, well. They give you a card. They tell you, read the card. This is going to tell you everything you need to do. Then I went, okay, well, what if you don't speak English and you don't know how, and you can't read the card? Yeah. Or maybe you don't hear him. Or maybe you're just not paying attention. And you see pilot, which I got the pilot. But anyway, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a positive thing. If you don't know, you can miss part of that attraction. Now, the way that is a quick loader... Okay, we talked about it before when we were yeah. in line. It loads like pirates. It does, it yeah. It moves. And I was super impressed with that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Super impressive how they do that. And then the cast members in there are great. Yes. They play their role really well. The guy separating the credentials, because we went single rider, so I got to watch him for a good 10 minutes. And, man, the guy, the guy that we, I was watching doing the credentials, perfect. He comes in, he's like, all right, everybody, blah, blah, blah. But kind of jovial, he's like, all right, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. Don't mess up. Hannah's looking for you. Now get out. <laughs> Please, get out. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. I love the cast members. Um, again, that's going to be positive. But okay, um, that is a negative. That if you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. you are gonna you could adversely affect the attraction for not only yourself, but the people in within the cockpit with you. Yeah. I don't know how you fix that. I don't know. Maybe they do switch to a video monitor, but you and I both know if they switch to a video monitor, people are going to walk by that video monitor just the same. Sure. So I, I think I'm hoping what's going to happen is this is going to be a growth with the people going to the park. Yeah. And they finally get through their head like, oh, this is my second, third, fourth time riding this now. I know what I'm doing now. Mm. And please either let Johnny know what to do or don't put him in the pilot seat. Don't put him in the pilot seat. But then that's going to be my last real negative. Uh, without, okay. I mean, because I can go in food. We've covered yep. a lot of it. Um, now we can go to the positive, which are... There's a few of those, too. Oh, I'm sure there are. So now we're going to talk about some of the positives yep. of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And there are a lot of them. Yep. Um, 
I'll say the most positive thing is that there's a whole lot to come in the, in the next 12 to 18 months. Again, being optimistic, yeah. I think if, if like, it, like I was just saying, if they release the coin mm-hmm. and let the money flow in and take whatever they're going to get from Florida and let it permeate over and open it up and let it go into full swing, I think we're going to be fine. Yes. Um, but Ooh, again... Because thought about something. Real quick. Go, go for it. Do you think the success of Galaxy's Edge hinders on the rise of Skywalker being... Yes. Okay. Fully. 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 Okay. I just want to go off. You've been hearing the rumor about the footage shown at shown at uh, D23. Have the, you? the dark ray? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I want a trailer. Now, the rumor is we, we haven't gotten a trailer yet because they're waiting for... They're trying to build up Mando, Mandalorian, which I'm like, no, don't do that. That's dumb. Who cares? Nobody cares. I, I sent you the trailer for Mandalorian. Yes. And I don't know how you took it. Oh, I... Okay, so again, when this is not towards Galaxy's Edge stuff, but well, maybe it is, or maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. A Mando running, a Mando bounty hunter running around Galaxy's Edge would be sick. Yeah, I, mean, I would love it and fit perfectly with theming. So if we have the Mandalorian yeah. walking, even though it doesn't fit with the era, yeah, because of the timeline we're talking about, because the t- Mandalorian is. More in the original trilogy yes. timeline, but anyway. The, okay, I'll just say the trailer looked really cool. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I know, right? I have no idea what's going on. I sent it to my brother, and of course, expletives of flu, oh, and yeah. all positive. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. And then I, and then, the other one, and I'll just throw this in because it could affect. I hope the Obi Wan. <laughs> I am. God, those guys, they I'm, got me thinking I need to have Disney Plus now. I'm how. Okay, well, we're not even going to go into that. No, we're going to we're going to talk about the, all the D twenty three stuff next episode. Next episode, um, but um, so yes, the rise of Skywalker will directly impact the success of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I said it before, um, and I'm going to again now walking the park and walking the land, and um, it, maybe it's confirmation bias. I don't know, um, but um, the level of pressure. On the J.J. Abrams, the cast and crew of Rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't know if they felt it. I have no idea. Everyone, you know, being on a movie set one time. um, I do recognize that the producer and the director have a very big effect on the overall feel vibe of the production. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, how that went. I ha- and, and to be honest with you, I usually don't read into that stuff because I don't care. You know, it was an experience for the cast and crew, and that's great. If the product you bring me is great, then that's what I really care about. Um, but the pressure I really feel now has the weight of a thousand moons on them because I think if Rise goes and does well and delivers a good story... Absolutely think that any negativity towards Galaxy's Edge could start waning much quicker. Mm-hmm. I think eventually, if they deliver, it's going to wane anyway. Um, but I think that will help push it and amplify it. Okay. December 20. Yes. Less than four months. Big day. Mm-hmm. Could be a very. It's going to be a very big day for for Disney. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, and then Obi Wan just got to say, "Oh my God, Obi Wan." That's gonna be crazy. That's oh. get, that blows blows me away. If you guys haven't seen the video, I'll do a quick quick little cap, and then we'll get back on point. But I'm I'm too geeked about it to not talk about it real quick. Um, has Kathleen Kennedy talking? 
they did the same thing for Star Wars as they did with the Marvel Universe. They gave a big, huge timeline. And she introduces Ewan. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they play Duel the Fates, which, if you guys should all know that song, everyone has owned from Phantom Menace, the best song out of that trilogy, in my opinion, the prequel trilogy. Um, Joey would agree, I think. Um, <laughs> and um, he comes out, and everybody's going nuts, and they have a picture of him in his Obi-Wan costume. You know, looks like he was probably off of uh, Attack of the Clones or Revenge um, set, and um, he's like... Kathleen, why don't you ask me in front of all these people if I'm ever going to play Obi-Wan again? And people started going crazy, and then she goes, Ewan, are you going to play Obi-Wan again? And he just turns and looks at the crowd and goes, yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting chills right now. It was fantastic. I loved that they did it that way because you could tell, in my opinion, it came across that he is super stoked to be doing it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I am super stoked. I mean, because I, I don't know who I talked to. It was a Joey. I, I, I had a conversation with so many lately about about this that we kind of, I think it was with Joey, because, I mean, we have a break every day together, so we talk a lot about a lot of different things. I think it was him that we both kind of said, dude, uh, an Obi-Wan series would be better. Like, we would like that more than an Obi-Wan movie. Yeah, because you get much more content. Right. You get more content. You get you go deep dive into Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan, until, you know, the Clone Wars and the prequels, was kind of a mysterious figure. And the prequels did a good job at fleshing him out more. But the Clone Wars is really um, what did it. And anybody who's a fan of Clone Wars... Um, Really, that character became is one of my favorites now, just because um, we have an overarching um, character development. We see him as a Padawan learner, you know, in the prequels, and we see him advance all the way through, um, to become a Jedi Master through the Clone Wars, and then um, we see him die, you know. Yeah. And so the overarching, you really think about it. There's only one other character. Uh, up until now that we've had such a huge um, look into the character development, which would be Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and now and now, now Anakin, yeah, too. Anakin. But, but until now, until then, you really... I mean, Obi-Wan being more mentor, father figure, to me it struck harder that um, falling out between him and Anakin. Um, yeah, Revenge of the Sith, that final scene where they're fighting, still, till this day... For as much as I'm a critic of those movies, that scene right there in the theater practically had me crying. Yeah. And I still do um, understand it. So having you and back and then understanding we're going to get more of that character, um, I'm... But we don't know anything about it. We don't know what timeline no, this and, is. And at this point in time, I don't even care. No, I don't care. <laughs> so, care. yes. Okay, going... See, positive into positive. Here we positive. go. Okay, yeah. so... Let's go to the real positives of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge then. So um, for me, it's got to be the theming and the detail of the craftsmanship of everything that was presented towards me. Now, again, I didn't quite understand the story that was given to me, but the details of every building of, like I said, I I posted on, on Instagram, like there's blaster marks. On, on random buildings that have that look like some something happened that oh you know t- there is a, there's a bit of history here 
love that kind of stuff. I love the textures they used for the buildings. I love staircases that went into rooms you can't get to. In fact, I told you to go up one of the staircases and he wouldn't. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Hey, want to just 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 like walk up there? No, I'm not going. Yeah. And then, um, just the whole devotion to the craft of doing that was just really super impressive to me. I love the layout of everything. I I love that there's room for stuff. I love that they've thought about different things. Um, Starting from where I from where we came from, I love the rise of, of the resistance. It's just right there, and there's a waterfall, and I'm looking. There's a waterfall right there. I want to go. It. You can see it. You can hear it. I asked if I can go back there and look at it, and they said no. And of course, I knew I wouldn't, but I wasn't able to. Um, uh, everything about that, uh, and surely, like the there's two big pieces that they want you to go to right now. The one is the Millennium Falcon. It's just overall incredible experience just to stand there. And look at this thing, and much—it's much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, insert jest joke here. I know what you're going to say, right? Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's uh, the and like the rock work of just of all that stuff was just incredible to me. Um, I like the and like the design of where you you're supposed to walk. You there's no clear path. Which I I really like. So you kind of just want to choose your own adventure sort of thing. Where we're we gonna go left, gonna we're gonna go right. We have no idea what's around the corner. I love that. Um, I loved. I mean, the whole Moon Falcon I thought was fun to go on. Uh, I thought, and Udi's gonna talk more about these two things. I know in a, in a moment, but I'm just gonna say it is that I liked walking into where the where the droid shop was. I thought that was awesome. Awesome with that conveyor belt going. Well, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I love the marketplace, the the uh, uh, bazaar. I, I think that design was beautiful. Even at night, it was beautiful. I just wish there was more characters walking around that were just doing their thing. Um, and then, of course, the whole Savvy's workshop from start to finish um, was just something really incredible. And I think all of those things were very, very, very positive for me right now. Um, and I'm positive that there's a big future for this, for this, for this, this whole land. But uh, what do you think, Udi? Well, uh, I have to, I have to reiterate what you what you were saying about theming. I think uh, the touches to the land were incredible, and I recommend um, for people who are uh, walking in for the first time, look down. Ooh. Which way should they enter? Um, definitely, and I told this to Joey, and he did it. Thank you, Joey. I'm glad you did it that way, and I, and I and we'll talk about it. I'm sure you're gonna we're gonna talk about it before you hear this, but um, um, I told him to go hungry bear. Oh, okay. Because you need to let it, you need to let it roll out in front of you, um, and once rises in, I think it it'll set it off right. Mm-hmm. Um, but look down, and what I mean by that, because you're gonna you're gonna look down and you're like, those are bantha tracks. Okay. <laughs> You'll see bantha tracks. You'll see droid tracks in the ground. Like, oh, a droid just went flowing through here. And to me, I'm like, who is thinking about the ground? You know, that they're walking. Like, if you don't look down, you're going to... I mean, the blasters, that too. I mean, I, I mentioned it in the Frontierland has horse tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so again... How great is that? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and then, like I mentioned in the uh, in our other episode, I had to touch things. Right. Like yeah, yeah, the the textile 
and or that what is what is word I'm looking for. Um, but anyway, feeling it, yeah, feeling everything and, and touching. I'm like tactile. The tactile. That's yes, what I'm yes. thinking. The tactical response. Tactile response. Uh, you know, of me touching everything. I'm like, man, like mm-hmm. you feel it. Becomes a lot more like I grounded myself into, like, okay, this is actually real. Like, you know, we've been hearing up and down about it for years now, and we've been up and down about it. But here I am now, and I'm like, when we walk into the bazaar, the, that kind of entrance way, I'm like, I reach out and like touch the wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, like, so definitely that. The blast remarks, you know, the only. <laughs> It does make it seem real. The last time I saw anything like that would have been when I when I was about 13 years old. <laughs> I visited South America, oh. and uh, <laughs> and we're driving in a taxi, and my dad is kind of you know telling me different things as we're driving by and drive by a building. And there's a literal bullet holes in the building. Oh jeez! And I kind of look at it. He goes right here, revolution. Blah blah blah. He started telling me the story, and I'm like, holy crap! Those are like that. That's real. Yeah. And then we see that, and I'm like, you get that feel. I'm like, yeah. I've seen that in real world, okay, in oh, real yeah. life. That's really happened. And then I'm looking at it going, that feels like it really happened here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap, like, wow, that is amazing. Um, and I kind of, you know, we walked in, and we kind of felt, you know, you kind of, we're trying to take everything in. Super apprehensive about everything. And that was all... The positive thing I like the fact that you when at rope drop Ray and Chewy were there greeting everybody mm. uh, I think that was a nice touch I was like oh look Ray Chewy cool you know Chewy's waving and and Chewy I like his interaction because you felt I felt like it was Chewy mm-hmm. not like a guy playing Chewy but Chewy <laughs> yeah and whoever the cast member is in the suit Hats off, buddy, because you, you're doing a great job. Or lady, I'm not sure. Um, wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Um, then you walk in, and, and then you're kind of like taking everything, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you really feel like, okay, we're here. And all the theme means every market, every little stall you're walking through, everything has that great feel to it. So, again, one of those things that, you know, so right so right if you buy in would just heighten it to 11 um if you don't then you can still appreciate and still have a really good thing but it, it, it just you know a little bit of a boom you know you're not quite hitting the bulls i just saw you know we walk in and that was definitely one of my things and then the two moments that i think were the most moving for me was turning the corner and seeing the falcon mm-hmm. um I, I, I figured I'd get very emotional over it, um, and um, I did. Um, I tried not to. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. But you know, we went to the bazaar, and we could see the cockpit, and I, and my instant reaction. You remember what it was? I just threw my hands up. I'm like, oh my gosh, there it is. Yeah, like I was yeah. like, no, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be cool. See the cockpit. And I just like, oh my god, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wanted to go too, and they're like, no, you gotta go that way. I'm like, oh, okay. That's right. Got to go the right. We can only go one way. And then that, I mean, that was just for the opening because they're trying to just direct people. And I yeah. get it. Um, yeah, then we go through and we go around and through the rest of the, the line and we go. And then, man, just it there. Yeah. And I'm like, I had that, that wonderment. I felt like I was, you know, 12 years old or 10 years old going, 
looking up at it, going, I want to fly you. And anybody who is a fan of the Falcon um, will, will absolutely love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, really, I mean, I sent pictures to my brother. Because my brother, like a lot of people, like like Joey, I'll use him because he's the most prevalent one in my head because he's there right now. Um, huge fan of the Falcon. Not Han and whatever, but yeah. the Falcon itself, as, as I am. And my brother is one of those guys who the Falcon is like... Yeah. Name me, like, you go, hey, what's one of your favorite characters? Falcon. Like, oh, it is like number character. two. Yeah, like number two on his list oh. kind of thing. And I said, and I just said, Derek... I want you to go. Do you think your brother will have the same reaction as yeah, you? Yeah, he will. Okay. He absolutely will. Um, and I think when we go, when we do go, we're going to go. I already told him we need to go, and I want to figure out how we can go and take the kids and, every, and know the she whole thing. She did in October. I, we're, he's a family guy. There's more things to it, but I, I wish. Sure. No, but the, the point is, is like I, 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 I think for him it'll be even more emotional because he's going to take, take his kids. Yeah. And he, like a lot of Star Wars dads, their kids are full on Star Wars because yep. they they love it. They love it too. And his, yeah. I mean, I, I made a R two unit for my nephew. Sure, yeah. And he loved it. Um, and I'll get into that here in a second. But she, she now I want to go with Ricky too. Yeah, I think going <laughs> with Ricky would be a fun time. Oh, and Chad. And Chad, I you know oh, Chad, I, I think I'm going to have that in next August when we go to uh, celebration. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But anyway, um. The Falcon is something to be experienced. It, it really is. And not even going on a Smuggler's Run, because Smuggler's mm. Run is great, and then you get the sense of being in the cockpit, unfortunately, or not in the cockpit. Well, yeah, in the cockpit. and um, But then also in the lounge with, uh, you know, the board and everything. And But unfortunately, there can be a short visit there. <laughs> yes. Um, I wanted more time to be there, and we didn't get a lot of time. And that's kind of the negative, one of the negatives I didn't go into. But um, We got about 45 seconds. Yeah, maybe a minute. Yeah, at that because they're they're rolling people. Um, so um, yeah, that whole the whole Millennium Falcon in the cockpit, everything. There's no wrong there. Not mm-hmm. not a not a stitch of it is wrong or right. off. Um, I'll go into. Luckily, we went we went in. We had enough of us to do a full cockpit. Yeah. And I, we were talking about it, and Mark, you're already like, no, no, I'll, I'll give somebody the pilot card. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. Right. And I'm like, well, it better be me. I'm thinking in my mind, it better be me. But anyway, um, luckily enough, I got handed the pilot card. Uh-huh. Um, and I got handed the pilot card, and I kind of grinned, because I'm like, there's a picture on my Instagram, I think on our Instagram, of you and me sitting at the table, and I have the pilot card, and I'm kind of showing it in my hand, yeah. and I have the biggest smile on my face, because I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Little Johnny ain't flying the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it's going to be me. Right. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, I walk into the cockpit, and as I'm walking forward, you know, they line you up. Honda comes in. He gives a video about, you know, that, you oh, know, like a lot of things like this we're going to do. All just qu- for the record, I did get the other pilot card, but I gave it to Annika. Okay, there you go. And I was the gunner, which is happy. Yep. Okay. And then uh, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they lined you up, and then I walked in and instantly, like, reached out and, start touching the seats because I'm like I'm like 
Yeah. You feel like you're in the cockpit. Yep, yep. That kind of thing you don't get. Like, if you have an emotional re- uh, connection to Star Wars Alone and Falcon in any way, shape, or form, the whole experience of walking, like, when the door opened, I'm the first one right there. The door opens, and you see the cockpit for you the first time. And like, oh, yeah, no, go walk in there. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Slow, deep breath, and I took my step on Because I'm like, I'm stepping onto the cockpit alone and Falcon. I know I'm not. Yeah. But there's no way you can tell me at that moment in time that I'm not. <laughs> there's no way you can tell me that in any moment in time that I wasn't on Millennium Falcon sure. at this point. Sure. I go and I sit down. Yeah. And instantly I like reach out and start touching the controls because I'm like, oh my God, like, like I'm reaching. I feel like, I don't know, man. It was weird because I'm like just touching the buttons and I'm like running my hands across the, the, the control and I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting in Chewy's seat right now. I'm like, Okay, let's do it, you know, and we start up going, you know, you get the idea of how, how it starts reacting, how we start moving, and then the other moment that was absolutely, like, I I don't have the word to describe it, and do you know when it was? Me on that ride? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course I know what it was. Yeah, we need to go into hyper. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I was wondering which two of you were going to get that option. Yep. I had no idea. Yeah, and so I, I didn't even think about it. I go, quit Hit the hyperdrive. And I went, and I look over, and then the panel. Yes. Where the control control rod lights up. I'm like, oh, that is me. And I just reach up, and I grab him. I'm like, yeah. holy crap, I'm going to, and here we go. And I just yanked him down. And that feels like you feel, I mean, it goes perfectly in time. How, I don't know, maybe it was me. I got lucky, but you pull it. And the second you're, you start feeling it, start picking up. Yeah. And the second I hit that bottom, the bottom of it, it goes, boom. And we took off. And I'm like, oh, I know. I swear, if I wasn't like out of like it caught my breath, I would have screamed. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> you know, and and we hit it, and I'm like, I just did that. Yeah. Like, oh my god, like all that, all that. This is what what is so great about that. That experience that that you have in there, if you're if you're into that lore, you're gonna get pulled in. There's no way around it. If you like the Millennium Falcon, you there. If you the only way you won't get pulled in is if you keep yourself from getting pulled in. Right. They do everything right to pull. Once you're in, to funnel you into that and get your mind, your mind in there. Everything is right. The buttons are right. The switches are right. The control, the joysticks are right. Everything is right. Everything is right. And I'm like, this is amazing. Everything is right. And I was in both cockpits. Oh. I went into two of them. Oh. You can tell no difference between either of them. Nice. They're perfect. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely perfect, identical. And I'm like, wow, like, holy cow. So definitely a smuggler's run. People are like, eh, it's kind of an okay ride. But I'm like, no, no, no. If you think it's an okay ride, it's just because, again, one of those things that walking that, that razor's edge, you're not fully into the land. You're a Millennium Falcon fan in Star Wars. There's no way that ride is not mm-hmm. fantastic. Phenomenal. I, I rode it three times. Mm-hmm. Great every time, except oh. for that last one. It was a little rough, but I still had fun. Okay. I was looking over at Eric, and I'm like, he's like, <laughs> you kind of gave me those, like, well, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do our part. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, so amazing coming off. There's a pro. Okay, I, I, I was gonna hesitate to, to tell people to, to put this one out there, but I don't do it. I don't care. Oh, crazy. The pro, the pro tip for the single rider in uh, Millennium Falcon, if people haven't figured it out yet, single rider. For for smugglers run is to the left, okay, over the main entrance. Lead you down a long corridor. You hit the end of the corridor, 
and you have an option to go left or right. If you follow the quarter, you're naturally going to instinctually want to go continue straight forward and go to your right. Don't do that. Hang a hard left. Believe you me. Oh. People haven't figured that out. That single rider line on the left, way shorter. Okay. My second ride, you know how long I waited to get from entrance onto into the seat? Uh, 29 minutes. No. Less? Three. Three? Three minutes. I uh, walked oh. in. Walked, uh, and, and so, Eric, we get to that, that uh, fork in the road, and Eric goes to the right because he just, okay, I'm going to keep on following because naturally the path wants to make you go in that direction. Is it hard to figure out where to go? I'm no, to no. If you, if you start going upstairs, then yeah. you're like, oh, turn around. And, look, and if you turn around and look, you will see the other side of stairs. Oh, okay. So, but I looked at the wall and read, like, docking bay. Arrows pointing both directions. I'm like, and I look and I see, okay, people are coming down the stairs there. And I go that one. I'm like, there's nobody over that direction. And I go and I and I, I start walking. I start yelling back, Eric, Eric. And, he, and I'm like, come here. Oh. And we walk right up the stairs, right to where you load up, where they give you the, the credentials. Yeah. And like two, boom. I mean, I walked right on, boom, boom, got my credentials. Didn't even have time to take a breath and into the cockpit. Three minutes, I swear to you. So go do that. If you want to do a single rider, go in. Go to the divide, the fork, and go left, okay? Hopefully they haven't figured that out yet. Okay. That's a okay, so pro tip. Five. So then anyway, so now we'll move on to the next the next most fantastic thing that I did. Docking Bay 7. Docking Bay 7. No. No, not at all. Um, no. Would have been Salvi's. Salvi's Workshop. Okay. So price tag, people are going to be like, man, that's $250. That's a lot. Well, make sure your ATM works. Oh, dude. <laughs> You know, the things I had that feeling like, dude, <laughs> there's going to be charges and now, and the way banks have to work now is like, uh oh, this is not where you're normally at. Yeah. And that's a big charge. Yeah. No, we're not going to let you do that. Oh, and that's I, good. It's good and bad. I'm like, oh, crap, hold on. I had to go make a phone call, delayed about five minutes, but anyway. Okay, so the but price anyway, tag. Price tag is two, 200 bucks, 215 with tax. Okay. Steep. A lot of people are like, oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's a big that's kind of thing. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. You're not buying, you're not just buying uh, a custom lightsaber that you build. No? No. No. Mark, you went in. Yes, I have. And there are there are pictures floating around. And the the one of me holding my lightsaber up for the first time lit, ignited um, the smile on my face, I, which I didn't realize I was making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is everything you need to know. Um I, I don't know. Do I go into a full description of, of what what what? Well, you can do the highlights because I know there's some people that that haven't done it. Okay. Of course. So thematically, the way they do everything there is amazing. Um, the entire thing was show. <laughs> Mark is showing me a picture which of you've one, never seen, which I've never seen. It's um, and I'm grinning. And this is right when they set the tray in front of me of all the different parts I can choose from my lightsaber. Yes. Oh, my gosh, dude. I can't believe I'm smiling that big. Yeah, Holy I know, right? Smokes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and you look so... Oh, no, I thought you maybe sweating, but you're not. No, I'm not. I'm just like... Um, oh. But anyway, um, so the experience that it is, I'm, I, I, I did a bad thing. And I watched it on YouTube because I was curious Is well it before. Udi in full, in full construction mode. Yeah. yeah, there you go. He has, he act, his Mark came in with, with his two daughters, and then my buddy Eric was there, and he did. Derek, Eric wanted to be making two of them, but anyway. Oh, yeah. And there's that one the prior to you getting it. I don't think you saw that one. No, I haven't. Yeah, they're right how the way that I don't want to, yeah, if you okay. haven't seen it, I don't want to give it away what they do, but. 
Okay. Yeah, they the the way they do the entire um, activity of building your lightsaber is absolutely phenomenal. Yep. Um, and I sat through it twice, and and one time obviously building mine, the other one I went with Eric and and was his guest as he made his, and equally as amazing as just a spectator. Mm. Um. I recognize that it is not cheap, and um, if you have, if you're on the fence about doing it, I'm just gonna say hop off the fence and just go do it. Okay. Um, because I, uh, it is gonna be a memory that I'm never gonna forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as I see the hilt, my 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 lightsaber, uh, sitting in my room, um, I'm never gonna forget that. I'm never gonna forget. The uh, me sitting in that holding area with my pin, um, sitting there with with Mark and and his two daughters and Eric and just kind of kind of feeling apprehensive and excited, walking into the workshop and looking at everything around and uh, feeling everything and then having the story told, which is a story you know if you're a Star Wars fan, but um, being delivered in such a way mm-hmm. that is amazing. And they're going through the steps of that. Moment's a little chaotic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but going through everything and then having that final moment when you bind with your saber mm. is phenomenal. Right. Um, I have to admit, walking out, I was a little in awe of what I'd been through. Like, how, you know, right. everyone's like, how was it? I'm like, Wow, mm-hmm. like and, and now my saber. I mean, we had an issue with it, which they took care of quite quickly, um, and with no problem whatsoever. Like, because I heard some rule, oh, they're not going to give you returns on blah blah blah, and I kind of went. Um, I had an issue with my saber. Yeah, and we walked back. We went to Hungry Bear. We uh, recorded our initial reaction, which is going to be for our Patreon listeners, by the way. Yes. Um, and then uh, yeah, then my saber started failing. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not a good thing. So I went back to Salvi's, went in, and even handling that issue, the people did not break character. Handling a basic customer service issue, yeah, they did not break character. Nice. Just great. Anyway. Um, well, to that, I, I think the whole experience with that is, like I said, I don't want to give all the details away because you, you just have to do it. Uh, but mm-hmm. the cast members play a big role in that. Mm-hmm. And just from the get-go, just the waiting part of mm-hmm. going in, it was all cool. Yep. It, 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 I was like, oh, this is, I mean, the, the way he talked to me is like, oh, this is going to be really, 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 really cool. Yeah. And this, the whole music, mm-hmm. it kind of got to me and like the lights mm-hmm. and then, with the, you know, Yoda shows up at, at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, what's this? You know? And I was like, oh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. The, the um, you know, it harkened back to, or it just reminded me of being, you know, 10 years old and eight <sighs> and 10 years old with my brother. In the backyard with our, you know, Toys R Us all plastic lightsabers that would whistle when you, when yeah. you, you know, that that one with the whistle on the end of it that would <laughs> yeah. that would hum and 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 you know make that high pitched noise and how we would go through a full on choreographed battle mm-hmm. on the weekend. Right. My brother did that probably every other weekend for years. God, like we were jumping off of stuff, tumbling and imagine you know, lightsaber if duel. we were like. 10 to 12 right now no and like when star wars came out and all this was available so right so luckily (laughs) luckily 
I have, and I'm going to go on, this is going to be my last positive thing, and it's all merch-related, and I, and I get it, but it's more about merch than uh, part of merch, but it's also story, and this is why I keep on harking back. Story is going to be the driver, and they need to get the story told properly, and then that will solve problems. But anyway, um, then going into Droid Workshop. Oh, yeah. So I will give you a quick, quick little rundown. What's that called? Uh, Droid Workshop. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, Droid Builder. Or something like that. Um, uh, let's see. It doesn't say. It wasn't the Den of Antiquities. Mm-mm. That's Doc Ongar's, which is very, very freaking cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You walk in, and instantly you're in Star Wars lore. No joke. No joke. That, oh, the that, Droid, Droid Depot. Droid Depot, okay. So you walk into... I'm just going to go into that without going into too much detail. You walk into Doc Ongar's, you are... Immersed immediately, not into deep, mm-hmm. deep Star Wars lore. If you don't know that, if you don't go deep into Star Wars, you're gonna miss a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna think, "Oh, very, very cool thing." But I'm like going, "Oh, the shout-outs to Jedi lore mm-hmm. in that room." Well, there was a Mandalorian helmet in there. Yep, up on the there, top. There is a Mandalorian helmet up there. There's Mando stuff up there. There's um, there's Jedi guard temp- temple guard stuff up there. There's. Do you think Chad would uh, um, appreciate that? He would absolutely. Anybody. Ricky would. Yep, he would too. Like I said, you're instantly, instantly into Jedi lore. Mm-hmm. Like the mur- that stone mural when you walk in. Did you look at it? Oh, yeah, I did. Because it's a story of a battle. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, I'm like, oh, man, I'm trying to remember what battle it was because I'm like, I know this battle. I, and I haven't gone back to, to really dig into which one it is. But anyway, um, going back to Droid Depot. Um, luckily, I, I, you know, and he was coming in, my, my nephew who just turned, just turned six. Five? Six. Six. Okay. Um, a few weeks ago. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, I know what I'm going to get him when I go. And I talked to my brother. I'm like, hey, I want to get him this um, droid. Um, and it's custom droid. Do you want me to tell him that I'm going to get it? Or do you, do you want to you know, tell me what, you know, what, what he would like so we can do that? Or you know, do you want me to FaceTime you? That way you and I can walk through it together. He's like, you know what? He's the type of kid I think will want to be involved. Okay. All right, cool. So, you know, you can do a BB unit or a RT unit. I chose an RT unit for my nephew because a BB unit, while fun, are a little bit, there's a little bit of a trick to control. Okay. Um, but cool. Um, so, I got able, I was able through, because you're just talking about that, being a kid, I was able to bring my nephew along for the ride of customizing a droid, which at the moment, at that time, he didn't realize it was for him. <laughs> right. My brother didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. My brother said, hey, your uncle wants you to help him build a droid. And he's like, okay, cool. You, you want to do that? Yeah. I love it because he was in his Lightning McQueen gear. When, when he, but anyway, he was in full Disney gear when, when I got on FaceTime <laughs> nice. with him. Um, and so we went through that. The process is pretty cool. Um, very, again, very, everything's going to be thinged properly. You go on a conveyor belt. They get, you, you decide which one you want to do. They give you a tray with uh, a card on the bottom that says, these are the parts you're going to need. Um, and then go to a conveyor belt. 
and the conveyor belt is just parts on a conveyor belt going by. You're like, okay, that is the body. Here's the head. Here's the legs. And it's all randomized? All randomized. Okay. Like, they're literally, if you watch them restock it, it's like an Ugnaught. Remember from, from um, uh, Investment, Cloud City? The little short kind of pig guys? Yeah. How they're just kind of grabbing stuff off the conveyor belt? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like when they come to re, re, uh, restock the conveyor belt, they just come over and drop out of a bucket and started dropping parts onto the conveyor belt. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, and there's parts above you. Yes. I mean, it, oh, man. But you can't get to those, no, right? No, you can't. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I FaceTimed him, and then we put it together. Mm-hmm. And... Did he seem pretty excited to be doing it? Okay, so at the very end, like, we got everything done, and then you have to activate the droid. So when you... I, I got him, like, okay, buddy, we're going to turn it on now. We're going to activate it, okay? And so he's like, okay... The, the cast member comes over, picks it up, and puts it into kind of a little box. And like, okay, we're going to activate it now. Now, in front of the box, you have little uh, basic kind of like uh, levels of what's getting turned on on the, on the droid. And the droid starts moving around. And lights are coming on as like, okay, boom, boom. And so I'm FaceTiming him. And he's like, every light that comes on and then the R2 does something, he's like getting more and more excited. And then finally, he's fully activated. When it's fully activated, the R2 unit, the head spins. And then he starts chirping. And lights start going his... Everything starts going off, and then my nephew was like, like pumping his fist in the air. Oh wow! He was so excited, and I'm like, this is what, you know, Star Wars can do for people. Yeah. And I was so glad I was able to do that for him. And then you know, finally I got home, and I I said, hey, because he I, I got home, you know, and he's like, where's the droid? I'm like, sorry, buddy, it's coming. They're shipping it. I couldn't bring it on the plane with me. Oh, okay. It'll be here pretty soon, I promise. And he's like, okay. It was running off. Finally, it showed up. <clears throat> and uh, I said, hey, something came Something came yesterday. He's like, when you were sleeping, something came. He's like, what came? I'm like, come on. Came out, pull out the box. He's like, oh, the droid, the droid. He got happy, and I pulled it out. And I said, look, here is how we turn him on. And then I kind of set him down. I kind of went a little bit. And he's like, okay, I want to try and then he started playing with them and started going and having fun. And I go, you like him? He's like, you know what what the uh, what his name is? He's like, no, that's R two C two. They're like, oh really? Because his last name, his my my nephew's name is Cooper. Yeah, right. So it's R two C two. He's like, oh, he's like, you want to know why? And I go, wait. And he's he's like starts like chirping the buttons. Like, I think he wants to go with you. And he goes, what? He's like, no, I think he's gonna be in your room now. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he's like, and he kind of gave me a look like. What? He's like, he's for you. Oh. And he was so stoked. And yeah. He got so excited. So he was going around and making him talk. And he was like coming over to me and was like, hey, he wants you to move. And like, he's been, you know, I don't know how long he was. And just going around with it. And I'm like, you know, that reminded me of being a kid. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that was fantastic. So I'm like, man, I, I do. I feel like, man, imagine if, if we would have all this tech when we were going up, man. I know. Um, Crazy stuff. Yeah. And, and. You know, everything that is right about that um, has to do with the emotional tie to it. And, um, um, again, they hit so many so many points just so well. And um, and I, I, want, I, I want the land to succeed. I do. Oh, yeah. Um, I think there are many factors that, that are still up in the air uh, to get it where it needs to go. Yeah. Um, you, I think you use the word underwhelmed a little bit. A little bit. Um, and, and I kind of echo that sentiment. Um, 
just because they overpromised and underdelivered mm-hmm. uh, in a big way, I think. For now. For now. And, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping, again, uh, I hope with everything in me that they deliver fully. They will. On what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do, I think a lot of the naysayers and people who are angry will, will may start to come over because I think um, right now there's nothing to pull. Well, nothing is too strong. Very little to pull the average person in and hold them there. Right. Other than people like me mm-hmm. or, you know, huge Star Wars fans. Sure. And even, um and so that's where it's wrong. That's where they did wrong. That's where they did bad in, de- in de- delivering a three-quarter land or two, uh, you know, a three-quarter land or two-third land, um, which I think is missing what could be an anchor point. I think Rise is going to be the anchor point for the land and for it not to open. I think they're thinking smugglers is, but I don't think so. No. I think no. what they have promised and what everything we've seen from Rise, that is going to be the go-to. Yeah. That is going to be the event attraction mm-hmm. that we're going to want to be on. Yeah. And once that gets going, coupled with them opening the rest of what we feel they need, you know, open up a restaurant, a full sit down, not the halfway kind of quick service um, thing, things that they have now, um, or not like Dock and Bay 7, which is kind of a half-half kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they get a theater in or something like that. Just tweak tweak some of the food options mm-hmm. a little bit. That too, yeah. and then um, and then definitely get characters running the line. Yeah, get get more than Kylo. Get more than the stormtrooper. Get aliens. Get thrown. Get get the droids out there. Get that out there. And I think you do that. Yeah. And then the immersiveness, and then the pull, will be far greater, and will hold people there. And I think we'll fully deliver. And I think again, naysayers will start to go away. Once all that happens, because right now it is a fertile field for people to be critical. And Disney did it to himself for doing that. Mm-hmm. They absolutely opened up that door to be critical of a very, of a very, uh, what is it, very polarizing event for sure. that part. Yep. So um, after being there and now having a week or so to digest, I'm, I'm optimistic. Yep, I am. Uh, of it, but yeah, there are many things that they need to correct right, um, yeah. in order to make it really fully uh, fulfilled and, and, and fulfill, uh, you know, fully realize the entire vision of that, what it could be. Mm-hmm. I'm just afraid they're going to sell it short and they're going to let Chappick decide a budget. And I'm, you know, this is where I'm going to run to a boardroom and go, stop. <laughs> yeah. It's going to cost you, what, an extra million? An extra two million? How much did that company profit? Stop it. Right. Sadly to say, where we're talking about a few million is chump change for a company. Oh yes, but yeah. it is. It At is this chump- point, it is. Sure, it is. And I and I, my opinion is, with the pressure of the, I think they're feeling a little bit more pressure with the lower attendance overall. I think, I don't know. We can go into our full show because we're talking Galaxy's Edge in this one. Yeah. But I think we're gonna. We need to have a conversation about where I think, um, with the survey you got and mm-hmm. certain other things, which I never got, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, I think they're looking at certain things. So very pivotal. Yeah. Very pivotal. I'm going to continue to say because we are. I fully believe we're a very pivotal part of the park's history. Um, Changes has been coming, is coming. Um, The the adapting of the park and adapting to the people going to the park, all those kind of things. So it's it's very very interesting. We're we're on a ride that we're going to be on for a number of years still to come. We are. We're going to have fertile field uh, for I don't know how long we do we want to do this for and how long you guys will listen. Um, 
to us yammer on about this kind of stuff, which is still fantastic that you guys do, and we appreciate it to no end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of things out there that um, are coming, I feel like are coming, you know? Yep. Yep. Right, I mean, and, like, the naysayers will, will still say, oh, well, I mean, they could have used this money to do, do something else, to redo Tomorrowland or whatever. But, I mean, the money's there, and the money mm-hmm. will always mm-hmm. be there for that. Mm-hmm. And, like you pointed out, you don't you don't have to go to Galaxy's Edge to enjoy Disneyland. At all. Yeah. I, I mean, at all. You can totally circumvent it. You, you yep. can walk in. You, you, can, you can walk through and, and walk, to, walk over mm-hmm. to Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. You, you know. can literally walk in, go through Hungry Bear, walk through the entire thing, go out the far exit and walk and never walk back in if you never want to. And right. not miss a thing or not have it affect the, uh, the park. Absolutely so right. Park, yeah. 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 And so, I mean, at the end of the day... We're not negative about it because we could have been sitting there at the airport going, oh, that sucked. Mm-hmm. But no. Mm-hmm. What, what were we doing? We were, t- we were actually talking about the, the, the positive parts of it, the, the things that were connecting to us emotionally. Yeah. Um, but we're also being critical of, and, and we had to kind of, I, like we usually do, we try to maintain a realistic uh, mm-hmm. viewpoint of what is going on. We yeah. don't, we, we, we've said it many times, we don't drink the Kool-Aid, we don't just follow down the line that Disney would enjoy most people to do, because mm-hmm. it makes money for them, um, but we, we, we let our emotion and our tie kind of guide us, and our, our what, uh, you know, that's what we do, we try to stay truthful. Right. And we're being honest and open right. about what we, what our feelings were initially, but they weren't like overtly negative, we, we recognize that there are issues and that there are critiques that are, need to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, in order for it to get better. Sure. Yeah. But we were also scheduling our next visit. Well, that is true. Yeah, so that's the thing. It, it would have been something different if we're like, yeah, I don't think so. We're not mm-hmm. going back here for a while. That wasn't it. We're like, okay, when's our next time? I know we just parking going to go in October or something. Maybe I, now I may go just... in October. December is a trip that you're coming on. I don't care. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll drag you along. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as currently as it stands, we have a trip. I have a trip planned for December. Which um, is going to be kind of a, a meeting of minds if we Ooh. pull it off. Uh, going to have a few different. It's going to be a meeting of a few different podcasts, um, and the linchpin um, that got a lot of things going for for uh, our my, for our podcast. Um, and then we have um, uh, January, late January or early February for the. Full on review of uh, Rise of the Resistance. Resistance. Well, let me ask you this: If they go, okay, January tenth, we're gonna have a special party there. Okay, if I can make it, I'm there. Four four hundred dollars. Yep. Ah, Rudy. Because I know, and in all reality, is because I really think, and it's gonna be the thing of me being optimistic and hoping they deliver, and me going, okay, here we go. Now this is what the 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 game is now afoot. Mm -hmm. Now we're like, okay, here we go. And if they are smart, they will do it. And if they're gonna and and let it go, and, okay. And, and just like I said, let, open up the open up the the wallet and let the money go. Mm-hmm. And because they got to recognize it's a re- investment, even more so. And they will get a return on it. They will absolutely get a return on it. But they cannot skimp. No, they cannot. And now because of how they launched the land, they really can't skimp now. Um, but yeah, no, I will definitely, if that happens, I'll go, I'll do it. Okay. I would. Um, because I, I have a feeling everything I've read, everything we've talked about, mm-hmm. that attraction sounds phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
phenomenal, unlike anything I've ever been on. Right. Um, and I kind of want to be a part of that. I yeah. think I think there's. It might be for not trying to be all ooh, but grandiose about it. But uh, that could be historical moment right there. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I wouldn't mind being a part of that. Um, so yeah, yeah. And so yeah, we're definitely planning. So that is, like I said, um, December trip right in the middle of December, mm-hmm. um, and then January, late Feb or late January, early February, depending on what we can. Yeah. figure out scheduling wise and then i'll have at least one if not two more in there tucked away somewhere sure absolutely um how cool is it to have a pass the ap is something i've never experienced before and <laughs> um, you know okay so i got home and you know my mom's like oh well how was it and she was visiting yeah visiting my niece and my nephew and so i showed her my lights and she's like how cool is that and i said look and then my my niece was like oh my gosh this is so cool yeah she loved it and um, I gave it to my mom. She's like, oh, my God, this is heavy. And I'm like, I know. She's like, this feels like real. I'm like, I know. And I said, here, let, let me show you what else I got. And so I went over to my lanyard, which <laughs> has my, my AP in it. Like, I took my lanyard. When I got home, I took my lanyard off and hung it on my door. Okay. Because that is going to be like, oh. And last thing as I leave, grab my, my lanyard with my AP in it. And I go, here, Mom, let me show you this. And so I, I, I pulled it out of the lanyard, and I gave it to her. And she looked at it. She's like, and she kind of looks like, I'm happy you could do that. And she's like, I've never seen one. Oh, jeez, yeah. I'm like, well, Mom, now you have. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Annual pass right in your hand. She's like, wow. Dude. You know, my mom, again, I, you know, a lot of it is my mom's fault <laughs> <laughs> for Disneyland and our love for, and my love for Disney and my family's love for Disney. Um, so she, she had a pretty big smile on her face going, that is so cool. Yeah. Like, she was ha- genuinely happy that well, great. I, I was able to do that. Good, good, um, good. Yeah. So now, you know. Part of it in a quiet way, too, not to get too serious, but a part of a quiet way is now is when I go, I remember my sister now. And that's uh, one of the things that uh, yeah, um, I kind of mentioned before. Like, it was a huge emotion. I got caught with a lot of emotion walking through Galaxy's Edge that I did Was she a Star Wars fan? No. Well, oh. yeah, she was, but not like me. Okay. Not like us. I mean, okay. she would watch it with me, but not okay. huge like that. Not, not anywhere. Uh. But it was more about, you know, walking through an emotional... Like I said, it caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting because it's Star Wars Land. She would have been like, okay, cool. I think she would have had a good time there yeah. because she liked the park. But the tie to the park with my family was the biggest thing. And, and, and like, I, 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 it caught me totally off guard. Like, you know, I started thinking about, you know, my brother and my sister and my mom and my dad walking through there. And I'm thinking, this is brand new to this park that none of them have ever seen. Right. And here I am and... and you know, I, I'm with my I'm with my new fam. I'm with my my LTP fam, and I'm like that is great. But then I'm thinking, yeah, I want to walk this with my mom and my yeah. dad and my brother, and I wish to God my sister was here mm. so she could walk it with me and bring my nieces and my nephews and just all of us together walk. And I really wanted that, you know, and, yeah. and it caught me completely off guard, going, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, my sister, and I'm like, and, you know, I had a moment where I had to kind of go find a corner because yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, that's all that, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, it co- completely caught me off guard. But, you know, again, those are one of the things that e- emotionally, if you're into, into, you connect with it at a certain level, it's going to, it may get you in a way that you weren't expecting. Yep, absolutely. And, and that, so that, that's magical. Yep, it yeah. is. And that's why I held out and waited to go, then I, that I could go with my daughters and you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just wasn't going to work for me. But yep. uh, it's yep. all it's all worth it, man. Yep. Oh, yep. just real quick. You got, um, there's a list of these power of light, light, lightsabers. Did you get, um... Peace and Justice? Nope. Oh, uh, my next one. 
Power and control, elemental nope. nature, nope. and protection and defense. Protection and defense. Okay, because Eric got the first one he got was ele- was elemental nature, I Correct. think. And then the next one he got was the uh, peace and justice. Okay, that is my next one. Okay. So I got yeah. So I got um, protection and defense. And if anybody understands the lore, that is harking back to more of the Knights of the Old Republic, um, which um, to me is like the golden age of Jedi. Yeah. Um, and if you look on my Instagram, I have a couple pictures of my Star Wars hilt there. And thanks to one Mr. Joey Pittman. Yeah. I will have my yellow kyber uh, this week, and I will post a picture of it yet lit in yellow because the only thing that doesn't that isn't making it perfect for me mm-hmm. for that one is the yellow kyber. Okay. Uh, once it's lit with the yellow, I think it's going to look freaking like, badass. I nice. mean, it will... Thematically, it'll be perfect. I built it when I assembled it. I had the yellow kyber in my mind thinking, okay, I'm going to... I can only pick a green. Mm-hmm. But the yellow is when I get the yellow kyber. That is what I'm building it with the yellow kyber in mind. Okay. Nice. So once I get the yellow kyber, I will I will post a picture of it. But that and so yeah, the next one I will do will, will be peace and justice, and that one's gonna go uh, probably with the blue. Okay. Um, because again, thematically it it feels better for me. Um, and if I ever get to elemental, which I, d- I doubt I will, even though the elemental is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will probably never do a power control. Okay. Problem. Probably not. Yep. Okay, so we are actually over two hours, so this is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and <laughs> so, I figured like, the deep dive would go deep, and which is good, I mean, because yeah. we, we need to flush out a lot. Yeah, so if you've been with us this whole time, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, this is, just, like I said, a, a special supplement because we want to talk to you guys. and uh, big, big, big thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And um, if anyone out there has not been yet, which I'm sure there's quite a few, because mm-hmm. um, I, I still feel like we're very fortunate to be going to this. I, I don't, you know, even though we didn't go there for the opening week, whatever, I still feel within the first, you know, first few months, I still feel pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on the fence about going, just go. Yeah. Go make up your own mind. Yep. Let us know what you think. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, this, we, and we, if you want to be on the show and talk about it, we can yeah. definitely make that happen. Yep. But I think right now it's, you know, it's still, it's a nice addition. It's not all there, but what we have is good enough to hold us over until uh, the rest of us shows yeah, up. Yeah, it is yeah. pointing, definite, a definite point in the in the direction that I feel it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, optimistic about, cautiously optimistic, I think, mm-hmm. uh, of where we're going to go with it. And um, kind of looking forward to it. That's why I said... Uh, if they do an opening event for Rise, I'm going to lean towards one to be there for that. Okay. Um, because, again, I think uh, it could be a historic moment. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So you can check us out on uh, leavingtodaypodcast.com. And Instagram is leavingtodaypodcast. Send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Booties at Hex Goalie. All the stuff. You know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're coming out to you. Uh, this is going to be in between episode 91 and 92. Mm-hmm. All right, so we will talk what's to you. Coming, wait, what's coming up on 92? 92 is going to be D23, Ruby Hash, yeah. and I think some merchandise talk mm-hmm. or something. So Yeah, we're going to have, oh, I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to be going off about on the next episode about D23. But anyway. Okay, yes. Anyway. All right, All right so yeah. Uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah, and, and again, uh, if you want to send us questions about Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge, we'll, be, we'll try our, yeah. our best to answer them. Yeah, and then, then for sure, if you have been there or you you're going or you go there or whatever and please give us your reaction give us your thought i'm very curious because um it's 
I'm finding it's like all over the place, you <laughs> yeah. know. And yeah. right now, unfortunately, I either hear a lot of all positive, and I feel like we're we're like the only middle of the road people right now. Yeah. And I kind of want to. I, I feel like okay, no, there's more of us out here that are like, okay, it was good, but we, you know, let's let's talk about what we can do better. Yep. And, you know, then we're going to have those people like, oh, everything was fantastic. And we have those, oh, the entire land sucks. So, yeah. you know, I, I all I hear yeah. right now is the one side and the other side. Nothing yeah. in between where I think we're at, where you and I are at. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, please, if you guys have gone or you're going to go or whatever, any questions you have, please, you know, hit us up. Be more than happy to talk to you about it for another two hours if you wanted to. I have no problem with that because yep. it is um, it's what we like to do. That is. That is what we like <laughs> yep. to do. All right, guys and girls, thank you so much for listening, yep, and we you. will see you in the parks. See ya.